Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all a brew heads? Yeah, we brew heads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. What's good, y'all? This is C Certified Brewhead. And I am Nathan from Nathan Does Beer. And welcome to episode 144 of Brewless the Podcast Adjunct Series. Nathaniel, we're taking it to Quebec tonight. I'm excited. Yes, we are. It's <clears> been a little while. It has been a while, and that's something we're definitely proactively uh, trying to uh, remedy as much as possible. Obviously, uh, Quebec is half of what we focus on here for the most part, so we want to make sure we're shining the light on some of our fave Quebec breweries. And tonight... Um, I can probably speak for you comfortably here in that we are both extremely excited to be chatting with this brewery. Uh, maybe Nate's uh, shirt, if you are watching as opposed to listening, will give a bit of a hint. Um, I personally discovered this brewery earlier this year uh, via our good mate Troy at Badlands. And Nate, I believe you were already familiar with the brewery and you'd been there multiple times based on the location of your in-laws. Is that accurate? That's right. That is right. Yes. <clears throat> yes. So, um, you know, Nate had been there a bunch and uh, picked us both up stuff, and I, I, it blew my mind how good these beers are. Like, I can't express how dope they are. Uh, they got cosigns with all of the the best of the best in, you know, at least this eastern part of Canada uh, for very, very good reason, and we're going to be gushing over this tonight. Um, I'm extremely excited. Let's just get this going. Um, folks, Let's do it. please welcome Guillaume from Le Catch Brewery. Make some noise. My man, welcome, welcome, sir. Oh, I muted you. I muted you, Guillaume. There we go. Okay, that was my fault. Uh, I, I was saying that that uh, you you got a nice crowd. <laughs> we uh, <laughs> we always bring them. Keep the crowd there for the for the guests. You know, got to make sure. Everyone feels comfortable and welcome. Uh, dude, super excited to be uh, to be chatting. Like I said, you know, we're saying off air as well. Uh, both massive fans of everything you guys have been doing. I really feel like. Uh, I, I don't know if you guys have been this dope the whole time you've been open because uh, that means you've been flying under the radar for some crazy reason. But I really feel like I see you everywhere right now. I feel like, you know, the right people are talking about you. So I'm excited to get into the story and um, and hear all about it. So shall we get into a beer first and foremost, and then we can get started on the convo. Yeah. The, the 54. 54. Doc fifty four. Are you are you like are you like me and you got like a small cooler just beside yeah. you? <laughs> yes, that's right. Yes, it's extremely okay, handy. So, yeah. It's the way to do it. Perfect. Look at that. So this is one of your Doc series of beers, um, which yeah. are typically all New England IPAs, if I'm uh, correct. Yeah, it's a IPA and double IPA. Okay. Sometimes it's double just for fun. Uh, yeah. It's an explorative series with uh, like every number is a up or a up combo. Okay. And uh, sometimes we rebrew, but sometimes it's a one shot deal and we will never rebrew it again. Gotcha. So this one, this one is one hundred percent Nectron. So. Uh, and and you will see that it's like kind of darker as usual. Yeah, I was gonna say color is interesting. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, this this beer is not uh, oxidized. It's really uh, <laughs> because we we are using like um, craft malt, and oh. for that batch of Turo, uh, I didn't check the spec, so <laughs> I was just surprised while brewing that was like uh, like treehouse color. Right. Yes, that's a great it's comparison. Kind of, 
yeah, kind of just a little bit brownish, like gold brownish. And uh, yeah, it was a surprise, but uh, it didn't, um, the, the taste is still there. Pretty, pretty tasty, uh, uh, pretty nectaron, like uh, kind of, I, I think nectaron is kind of like the, like the New Zealand Citra. Mm. Kind of oh, yeah. the same same spec with sometimes onion, sometimes not, uh, fruity uh, citrus, and uh, yeah, you got a creamy creamy beer. Yeah, super uh, sure do. Super crazy. Cheers, guys. Cheers, folks. Cheers. Wicked nose. Ooh, that is thick. Oof. Yeah, it's really thick. Wow. That is oh, spectacular. Yeah. That's um, six point five as well, which yeah. is which is great. That's my personal money zone for IPA. So I love <laughs> that you guys do that. That's fascinating. So the the I guess the moat you said like uh, craft malt. So was it local like Quebec? Malt? Yeah, it's it's from. Usually we don't got this those surprise, but this one I just I just switched to two row and I didn't check the spec, so I just uh, wondering if will be like a little bit darker than Pilsner malt. Okay. So so when I brew, I was, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is dark. And uh, finally, uh, the result is still pretty good. Okay. Um, the, 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 the malt, the malters is a Cola Flamme located in Beauce. <clears throat> uh, they use uh, pretty much local uh, around the, the malt, malters place, maltery. Mm -hmm. La Malterie, uh, and uh, they use uh, a couple of farms just around their place, and it, it was like uh, the first time I used those malt. I say, okay, that's it. I will be one hundred percent for the base malt. Mm -hmm. I use uh, Cola Flamme all the time. Okay, really good malt, uh, really good Pilsner. So now I, I'm I, I'm I'm buying both uh, Pilsner, uh, Turo, and the wheats, uh, the raw wheats, and the malted wheat is uh, by there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, dude. This is uh, one thing I actually have wanted to ask. All, almost all the IPAs that I've seen and had, at least, are they the IPA or miel? So like with honey, what's the yeah. deal with the honey? Is it is it like a important part <laughs> of the process? Yeah. When I, I uh, get hired at the brewery at the beginning, uh, they had mm. one beer only, one recipe. It was oh. the blonde with honey. <clears throat> right. So um, a couple of months after, I, I was I noticed that people think ta that the the that blonde beer was like sweet, but it was not. So I just removed the honey because it's a local place. The just in the same village. That they make that honey, so we, we wanted to add in uh, to have in the, that beer uh, a local touch. Mm -hmm. So I just just moved the honey to the IPA, and I was oh okay that's it. And and I I, I did that because of the trillium cutting tiles uh, series. Yes. Uh, I, I, I'm yeah. a love. I, I one of my first love uh, in New England was the trillium beers. And uh, the cutting tire with Vic Secret uh, at this moment when Vic Secret was good, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I just just thought, okay, I will move the honey to uh, to the IPAs, and uh, now it's uh, it's our signature. So all the IPAs except one is with honey. Okay, and okay. the one that the one that doesn't have honey is that like it, 
That was just for fun. It's the American IPA, the, the Yankee. Gotcha, which we'll get to that, later. Okay. Uh, yeah. So this is a fascinating beer, man. Like this is similar to your other stuff that I've had, but also yeah. very different. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's 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 an explorative series, <clears throat> so we always uh, uh, tweak the the grain bill sometimes. Just small small revision, just small tweak, and the ops is never the same, but. Sometimes we tweak uh, the op schedule. Sometimes we, we're we're back at the the usual business with with the ops on the outside. So we're putting ops at sixty minutes, like a lot, like okay. twenty IBUs, and we we're, we're uh, also putting ops at uh, twenty minutes uh, for five IBUs, and we make a big whirlpool, like a big one. Like I guess <laughs> the beer is. Probably expensive to make, but it's good. Yes, that makes <laughs> sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That's a lot of hops too. It's just yeah. like this: the the thickness. I don't know if I've ever had an IPA at this ABV this thick. This is just bonkers. This is yeah. like an imperial stout yeah. or something. Yeah, I, I can yeah. confirm that you you will have another one later. The fifty four okay. is like <laughs> it's like just outstanding thickness. Yeah, which is. Fascinating. Yeah. It's got a lot. It's super dank. Lots of uh, citrus pith. Um, a little piney, bitter. Um, hella tropical though. Like tons of uh, the, like, the tropical. And, yeah, like, like really, like, like super juicy stone fruit. Uh, like going on with it. It's it's mm. really really nice. That's what juicy stone fruit's exactly right. Yeah, man. Um, super impressed as always. It's um, it's it's fascinating. I actually want to know as well. The series. Did you start from like doc one? Was that like a yes. part of it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. No, no. You know, the the brewery was super small at the beginning. So I was uh, hired in uh, mm. uh, 2019 and it was a 2BBL uh, brewery. So at this right. time I was a home brewer. I, I didn't know like how to use those uh, hardware. And uh, after that, I, I have super small and shitty fermenter that was really horrible to make IPAs. So at the beginning, I made, I made some good IPAs, but it was not optimal. It was not like, I, I know I could be, I, I, can, I could brew better IPAs at this moment. Right. So when we upgrade to a 10 BBL system, we started the dog series at this moment. So uh, we came with a new uh, cane format. So at the beginning, we were with uh, crawlers, a 750 milliliter. Uh, and when we moved to the big brewery, the 10 BBL, so we just bought a regular canning line and uh, forgot the 16 ounces can. Right. Um, <clears throat> and at this moment, we started the Doc 01 was just... Uh, one hundred percent Citra, uh, and after that we, we just started this uh, experimental series. Okay, are they like monthly or just whenever you feel like it? Oh, I I can said uh, one batch. It's like two dark by three weeks, approximately. Okay. So okay. so I have a ten BBL system, so I brew uh, a ten BBL uh, base beer batch. That I split into five BBL fermenter, and then I do two different dry ups to get dock fifty three and fifty four at the same gotcha. moment. Right, that's cool. That's pretty convenient. Yeah, yeah, I because like people want want mm -hmm. to have new beer each time. So 
that's the way to bring more new beer. <laughs> yeah, smart. And yeah. particularly, it's an, like you said, exploratory series where yeah. you're messing around. There's no rules. It's just testing. And if if is it always the same base for the six point five at least, or just sometimes? Uh, uh, sometimes it's double, but it, at, at that moment when we do double, uh, we just do a five BL uh, at the time. Not okay. we we don't do a split batch of two two doubles. Gotcha. That makes sense. That makes sense. Okay, yeah. this is like this is fantastic, dude. This is a fascinating uh, start. I'm I'm loving it. The you kind of touched on this a little bit, but let let's get your story, man. Like, how did you personally get into craft beer, and then how did that lead up to you joining Catch? So um, I was a radio host uh, uh, for 15, 15 years from right. two thousand one to two thousand fifteen. And then uh, Bell Media just uh, fired like 2,000 people in Canada. So I, I lost Damn. my job. And uh, at this moment, I was like um, video game reseller. So I was doing garage sale <clears throat> and uh, buying old video games like Nintendo, Super Nintendo, and resale it on eBay. And Smart. I leave. It was my job for like three years at wow. home to just... Uh, going to United States uh, and uh, just go to garage sale and buy cheap video games and resell it in here uh, at home. And then I was like wow. uh, visiting a lot of brewery there. I was a craft beer fan, but at this moment I started to uh, own brew. <clears throat> right. And when, when my uh, new job starting to get uh, like uh, less uh, wealthy, I don't know what's the name, like... Uh, What's the I, I made less, less money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So th there was less game to buy and everything. So uh, I just saw that uh, at that brewery, the catch, uh, the, the brewer left. So I just bring a, a home brew to the owner and I say, if you want to, uh, I can make beer, taste it. If you like it, I can make beer in your system, but just show me how to use your system. And, and he liked my beer, and uh, I started to uh, to brew in that small system at this moment. Nice. I remember my, my first beer was really shitty, like <laughs> the worst of the world. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, and after after one years, uh, I asked for uh, buy some uh, share of the brewery. So now I'm I'm co-owner with with them. Nice. And uh, and, and uh, yeah, that's my new job now. Dude, that's awesome. That's pretty. That seems like a pretty quick, like homebrew to like head brewer sort of thing. How? Yeah, four years. Four, four years, years of homebrewing. Like, <clears throat> yeah. No. 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 So one year of homebrew. Jeez. And then the, and four years now. Four years at the at the brewery. Yeah. Wow. That's a smart move to buy shares in the company and uh, and be a co-owner. I love that for you, man. That's really yeah, cool. At that moment, yeah. <clears throat> they, they they was they was keeping some shares for a, a passionate brewer so i was that man mm. so i just i just bought that chair and and now i'm really happy with this yeah man good for you dude yeah um, thanks <laughs> i'm happy i love yeah, you that's 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 pretty cool uh, that's a pretty cool idea uh the, the, like on their part to kind of have that set aside i like i, I presumably in the hopes that they're like that their new head brewer would have uh like would have like literal and uh, like and just also kind of uh, like have a literal sense of ownership in the uh, they're like over the product it's uh, like it's a pretty good idea and good on you to jump on that 
Yes, you know we are uh, a lot of it's a fa- it's a, it's a family <coughs> business. So I, I'm the only person in that business <coughs> who is not in the family. So they are okay. uh, with, with me. We we are nine. I think we are nine owners. So okay, just have small shares of of, of all the brewery. But every people in the in the business have like uh, is um, uh, I don't know quality like i'm doing beer someone's doing the marketing someone's is a lawyer uh, so yeah so most of the people who own the brewery are also working for the company too no 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 only uh, i i would say uh full time we are three person but uh, so, some person like some people just <clears throat> work sometimes like uh, part times if gotcha if that's you, cool too yeah that's good. It's always better. There's like a different uh, passion, I think, for when people um, have a, have an ownership in the company. And, you know, beer is a tough place to be right now. So it's, you know, imp- I think it's extra important that everyone... Yeah, but, but uh, the, 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 the original uh, goal of this brewery is to serve the community of Saint-Flavie, Montjoly, because... Uh, if if we would not have the pub, actually, uh, I, I I think we will be closed because there's no place, there's no more place on the on the shelf for breweries. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. tough. So then, mm. when did um, Le Catch open originally? Uh, it opened in uh, 2018, and at this moment there was no brewery, so we were selling uh, local beer from other brewery oh. and the next year the uh hire is, is it is it the good word hire yeah like hired. when you you got the job yeah okay. yep. hired, yep, so they, yeah so they, they, they hired a, a brewer and he left after two months so i was there in uh, in september 2019 okay so you were like you've basically ran the ship for yeah the majority of the time uh, yeah less two months Okay, less two months. Okay, so then yeah. um, the the thing we, I always get like when I discover like a, a brewery that is just phenomenal, I get like annoyed that no one told me about it or that I didn't discover it earlier. I know you said before that your first beer was what <laughs> wasn't great, but how long from when you started at the end of twenty nineteen to when the beers got like this good was it immediate uh, or did that take a bit of time? Yeah, it was uh, on and off, like uh, after, because I'm a hophead, so I, I love IPAs and I always go to uh, New England, Vermont, uh, Portland, uh, New York, just to taste all the brewery. So I, I made a lot of research and development. So um, I guess after maybe one year's, I, I I have a, a, a we have a flagship called Brum du Littoral. It's a double IPA with uh, Citra, Vic Secret, and Galaxy. Uh, that was good at the beginning, but now it's hard to <laughs> to make it good because of the Galaxy and the Vic Secret. But yeah. that's another mm. story. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I, I guess I got like really nice uh, batch of that Brum du Littoral that I tweaked a lot to maybe. Uh, come to the the green bill of the new doc actually so i guess to answer your question one year maybe one year or one year and a half but i can definitely tell you that 
the beer was good at the moment that we uh, hit the new uh, factory, like the mm -hmm. 10 BBL yeah. system. And I met a lot of people in the industry that helped me, like uh, the local brewery called Loctan helped me a lot. Mm. Uh, Ralbach helped me a lot. And then I met some people at uh, Messeram. Before it was Messeram, Gab, Gab from uh, Messeram helped me. And uh, I, I, I guess Troy was the, the person that uh, make me, um, uh, how to tell this, just... Uh, make, want to improve, want to get the... Yeah, the, it, it helped me <clears throat> so much to improve the, the, uh, the IPA. So I have to thank him uh, all my life for this. Yeah, That's awesome. How, Troy's the man. Troy's the best. Um, he, you know, he, he does some of the best, the IPAs with some of the best buddies yeah. in, in the country. That, how, how did you connect with him? That, that's my, well, I just write him. Oh, <laughs> easy. I, I just write him. I, I wrote to the Badlands, uh, I wrote to the Badlands messenger account and say, Hey, I love your IPA. I would like to do a trip to, uh, drink some of your IPA and maybe chat with you and just, can you maybe show me your brewery and, uh, tell me some tips or something. Okay. And you say, you say, yeah, uh, he say, he say, no, he say, no, he <laughs> say, no, I don't have the time. I just got a new baby. And, but he say, if you want to ask me some question, just ask, ask the question here. And I, uh, we chat like six months, seven months, uh, together before I, I get there to make the, the collab, uh, Captain Troy. Amazing. Did you yeah. do a collab? I don't know. No, no. I, we, I went there to make Doc uh, uh, 15369. Uh, I, I don't remember the number. Uh, and then I, we we brew uh, Captain Troy. On uh, your side. Yeah. Did, did Troy come out to do it? No. 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 But he said, I, I got his Citra, uh, selected Citra, and uh, he gave uh. me uh, his yeast. So uh, his uh, special yeast that he's growing like since. I don't know how many months. So yeah, that's awesome. I really yeah, love like basically like basically the like the yeast that go like that uh, like that goes into all Badlands IP like IPAs that uh, like that everyone in the province like knows and loves. There's a like there's a hint of that in some uh, like in some catch beers. How cool is that? <laughs> that's dope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but uh, I don't know. I don't know if he, uh, I, I'm not sure. I understand your question. Can you repeat? Oh, it wasn't a question. I was just saying it was really dope. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but he gave me the, that ease that it's like, uh, that uh, ease is like uh, a repeat cheese. I don't know how many times. And it mute, muted to a new form, a new uh, taste. It tastes, every every beer that, uh, every balanced beers that uh, Troy used that yeast, you can taste it easily. Because I think he, yeah. he had two yeast, uh, but when you when you got that yeast, uh, that special one, you can taste it uh, easily. Yeah, I love I love uh, Troy's beer. It's very cool. I love that the it's like all of the breweries who make exceptionally high quality beers, particularly IPAs, seem to know each other. So it's like yeah. when I saw, I think I might have seen either Nate told me about it about you guys, or I saw. I got that beer, the the collab that you did on the Badlands side, and um, and I think, oh, well, who are these guys? Like, this is fucking dope. And looked into it some more, and then Nate Nate's in laws live in Ramuski, so he's close by. So he, 
I was like, bro, like, this is wild. He's like, oh, I've been there before. Like, okay, maybe I didn't try the right stuff. And you went there and you were like, whoa, this is crazy. So it was, uh, was that accurate? Yeah, I can. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll fill in the blanks there because uh, like the one time that I had been to the catch uh, prior to that collab wasn't like, like must have been very soon after the open. And it was at the time when you guys were just selling other breweries beers. Um, and it was a, like, and it was a case of like the, re- uh, like, and, and we'll get into more of the, like the brewery itself in the next, uh, the, the, like, like in the next spot. But like, you know, like, like the restaurant was really cool. It's got this gorgeous view of the river. Um, but like, I didn't have it like, but uh, th- th- there weren't any house beers available at the time. So like, so I didn't really have any reference point for that. So when I saw that, uh, like that there was a, like a collab with Badlands, I'm like, okay, hold on now. Like, like there's something <laughs> different. Go- <laughs> there's something different going on here. And that's what like, and that's when, <laughs> uh, that's when C and I were like, we're hitting up Troy to say like, okay, to, like fill us in on like, on what's the deal with the, like with the catch. And then the very next time that we were in Ramuski to see my in-laws, I'm like, we need to go to the catch immediately. I need to try, <laughs> I need to try what they're brewing now. <laughs> and then you messaged me from the brew and you were like, bro, Troy's not bullshitting. Like, this is phenomenal. I'm like, he's like, and then you send me a picture of all the beers. I'm like, just give me one of everything. Like, um, it was, <laughs> it was very cool. And Troy was, I was like, yo, what's the deal? And he goes, oh man, they're really cool. He goes, all this stuff I've had is phenomenal. I'm like, really? Okay. Like, it, it was like, we, you know, Nate had the exposure, um, to you guys. And I, I hadn't even really, t- I guess maybe at the time you guys hadn't really, uh, made a, a, a huge sort of splash in Montreal because that's where I was, and I feel like everyone there was like you know excited about the other haze from there. You know, Miss Arm and, and Sir John and Brewski and so on and so forth, and Bar, Bar Canada, blah blah blah. So um, anyway, I guess the point is it's been very cool to sort of watch. And now I feel like I see your stuff everywhere. I feel like you know you did the collab with Kanawaki with Drew, which is super dope, and oh, just yeah. been that's a nice guy. Drew's a champion, such a good guy. So it's, I don't know, it's just very cool, man, to to see, you know, to come from a place where I'm just discovering it. And funnily enough, I discovered you when I came out to Ontario. I live in Ontario now. So when I lived in Quebec, I hadn't, I wasn't aware. So now I discovered it here. I'm like, fuck, now it's harder to get the stuff, um, <laughs> which is always the way. But fortunately, Nate is there semi regularly. So, you know, we have the ways. And I guess you guys do do some distribution, fortunately, which is. Yeah, um, um... Yeah, we started to distribute in Montreal uh, in the the, the off-season uh, last year, I think. And we're just starting. Uh, I don't know when when this uh, podcast will be uh, released. but like two uh, weeks. We're, yeah, but we'll be probably uh, having some stuff in Montreal at this moment. Uh, we're, we're releasing like some... Those IPA we are having tonight, uh, next week to... Uh, to the distribution to all Quebec, like Gatineau, Montreal, Quebec, uh, Sherbrooke, Saguenay. Yeah. That's great to know. So if you are in any place around Quebec that you just mentioned, um, and you, you want to try these beers, cause you're going to need to try these beers. You got to yeah. check your like, local depth, the specialty beer store, and just ask for it. Ask it, get the catch in. God damn it. Um, <laughs> and, um, on that note, it's probably yeah. a good time to crack into the next beer. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. So which, which I guess we can have the the Yankee right now. Yeah, split it up a bit. So it, it's the it's the black sheep of the beer of our our IPAs. So this is an American yeah, IPA. 
if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, it's, it's, kind, it's kind of a, of, a, of a, it's kind of a hybrid, hybrid New England. Oh, and- yes, yes, yes. I had, I remember Nate got me this one. Um, this was fire. But yeah. but this one, this this one is kind of. Um, a work in progress. I think we 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 got the the, the right balance right now. The okay. last one was not enough RP for me. This is the new batch. Beautiful. You'll see it's it's kind of a New England, but with uh, those ops like Cascade, Centennial, Columbus, Chinook. So just yeah. uh, the piney ones, very, uh, serious yeah, ones. Some, some very classic, some very classic yeah. American IPA C hops. Yeah, but but it looks like a New England IPA. Which it is fun. sure does, my goodness. <laughs> I wanted to ask about that too, because I remember having this being expecting a clear kind of more West Coast type of situation, which it definitely has those vibes, obviously. But why did you choose to keep this beer um, hazy for, for a beer that's intended to be like an American IPA? Because the the A's, the A's taste something. Yeah. A's is, is tasty. So... <laughs> <laughs> that's the episode, that name. episode name right there <laughs> okay reading each yeah. other's minds <laughs> i like that haze yeah. is tasty hey simple yeah. to the point there, factual. there is taste i, I saw this <laughs> i saw this uh this sentence in uh <laughs> this sentence in a on a board a chalkboard i think it was at um river roost oh in vermont Brewery. yeah yeah and I, I think it was written, uh, wrote, they wrote like, we find taste in the A's. I don't think, anyway. So yeah, they are right. When you got something in suspensions, like floating. It's beautiful, right? And it just looks so pretty. It's, uh, the sure nose is. is great. Yeah, it's, it's different. Like, like it's, it's more piney, but yeah, that's, that's what we want. To have in that beer, it's gorgeous. I love it. I'll wait for Nate to to take the photo. I'm still here. No, no I see. It's it. It's sticky. It's, it's sticky sticky. in the mouth. Yeah. It and it's six percent as well. So it's like a touch less than the um than the docks. Why? Yeah. I I do like like I said personally like the um the six point five is kind of like the between six and seven is my favorite mm. zone. But, why for, do you do for that? Quebec, for Quebec, I think it's technical because uh, we can, you know, we all, it, it's wrote 6.5 on the cans, but sometimes it's like 6.2 or 6.7. Gotcha. But Dola in Quebec, after uh, after 6%, you have uh, oh, 1%. No, no, you have 1%. Per- no, 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 no. You have 1%. Of of uh, of um, buffer, so you can write seven percent, but okay. it can be six point one or seven point nine. But on the can, it said seven percent. You know, see, just just to be legal. So six point five was like, but I, I'm trying to get the six point five. But sometimes it's little little bit less because we are using craft malt, and sometimes it's a little bit more. So I think this one is really six point five. Gotcha. For real. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. good to know. Um But at the we... beginning, if you if you if we write six percent, it's because we wanted six percent. God, that that was the aim. I guess you have to make the yeah. case first. Cheers, boys. Cheers, guys. Yeah. Cheers. 
The body is just so good. So good. Mm-hmm. Um, so creamy and fluffy. You are right. Um, definitely uh, dank, citrus pith, um, resin, pine, but still tropical. It's still like super yeah, tropical, and- just more bitter. Yeah, yeah, and uh, <laughs> like, and and not even, uh, yeah, like definitely bitter because it's certainly got the grapefruit pith thing go- like going on. But exactly. like, even overall, if I was to taste this without looking at it, I would pre- like I would definitely be thinking American IPA purely, like purely on the hop profile alone, because it's mm. got the like because it's got the grapefruit pith. It's got that uh, like it's got that piney bit to it, and yeah, where you're saying where it's like sticky and whatnot, where. Very what sticky. that always tastes like to me is uh, like is kind of like the pine sap sort of thing. It like it really goes along well with the piney uh, like with the piney flavors. Like the resinous sweetness comes along like a sticky sap sort of thing, which is uh, like which is very like which is very often comes out in those uh, like in those classic sea hops. So then you've got that along with a hazy New England IPA body. That's just a phenomenal combo right there. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, you, I'm using the same techniques that for the dock, not the same grain bill, no honey, but same technique, same technique for dry hopping and uh, whirlpool, same amount, but just different ops. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty like those ops. Uh, those I, I remember, like uh, in 2020, I made uh, uh, IPA called CCC. It, it, there was no. Uh, there was no Columbus in it. So it was Cascade, mm. Centennial, Chinook. And everybody buy all the graw- the crawlers mm. super fast. So yeah. I, I say, okay, I, I'll do it again. So it, just uh, after two or three batch, I just, and when, then we, we go to the factory with the 10 BBL system. And uh, at this moment, we just name it Yankee because it's kind of an American IPA. And all the, you know, those cans, uh, they are not branded. They are like uh, generic, like Yankee, uh, the other one, Sierra Charlie. Uh, we just use uh, alphabet, uh, radio uh, alphabetic letters. Yes. You know? Yeah. Like uh, Alpha, uh, Bravo, Charlie. Mm-hmm. So uh, we, we yep. just name all the beer with this. Kind of the Maritimes, uh, Maritimes language uh, for all our, our beer. So Doc, uh, uh, weather with right, 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 color, right. like okay. fog yeah so uh yeah that makes sense i like that i guess yeah even yankee is the uh the uh alphabet thing i was wondering yeah. about the duck i guess duck is the same word in french or is that oh different? no i think it's king <clears throat> oh key away why yeah you're right yeah. so why the why the english name for the duck uh i think because it's uh, it's kind of french too so not kind of french but it can be used in french Right. Uh, and uh, we we just use this because we don't want to. We didn't want to uh, just elaborate some uh, branding every time. So we just numbered uh, number it like like Treehouse, like Curiosity, uh, one hundred fifty five. You know. Yeah. So we just have to use the same branding, change the color, change the ops, and it, we got a, a new cans just for uh, the fastest way to to get our, our can and label at at, at this moment. Yeah. That makes sense. So then, you like your inspiration for these beers. So was it primary? Was there anyone local that you were trying to sort of like? Oh, I want to make beers like that. Or was it mainly like you said, like Trillium Treehouse, you know, the New England Vermont stuff? 
Uh, yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I tried that at the beginning when I was uh, just starting to brew at, at the brewery. I tried a lot of experiment experience to get like trial style, but was not uh, was not a not good. <laughs> so uh, I just find a way to to get just nice beer. I I read a lot, read a lot of blog of. Uh, I I I I watch a lot of video just learning by myself because I didn't go to the brewing school here in Jonquière. So uh yeah, uh Treehouse. Uh my, my first trillium at this moment when I, I had my first trillium, that that just blew my mind. Uh but uh yeah, trillium, treehouse, uh with the main now, Fidens fi- mm-hmm. making good beers. Oh uh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Badlands, Badlands uh, make uh, probably the best IPAs in Canada. So yeah. Okay, so it was you were drinking the best, and you were like, I want to make beers like the best, and then you've applied yeah. just you know. But, those but with my my style, twist. yeah, 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 yeah. My twist with the, the honey and, uh, but now we probably uh, use a lot of New Zealand hops like. Like just, mm-hmm. I, I'm just yeah. starting to just buy less of American ops because I think we got more uh, best result with, with the New Zealand hops, especially from freestyle. Still buying ops yeah. from Yakima too, like the Nectaron, Citra, uh, Superdelic, but both two two of out of three are from New Zealand. So hmm. I, I think I could live with all New Zealand hops. Easily, yeah. They don't mess around. New Zealand, New Zealand is really popping right now, and like especially with how freestyle, like freestyle has just uh, has just gotten everywhere in the last yeah. uh, like six months. I would say yes. Something changed. I'm, I noticed breweries kept mentioning freestyle hops, and I thought it was like incognito or cryo, like it was a style. I think Troy was the one. He was like, "No, no, no! It's a, it's a, no, it's a farm. farm. It's, it's a, a farm. Uh, independent up uh, farm. Yeah, right. They just, yeah. and and it's like a terroir. It's like it's, I don't know if the temperature there or the the the, the soil. Uh, it's freestyle. It's like it, I, I, I yeah, there's something magical there. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that, that's it's cheating. It's really cheating. Yeah. <laughs> It's a it's a beautiful country. I'm I'm from Australia, and the Aussie hops were killing it up until then. Then all of a sudden, it was like it was all Australian hops that people were obsessed with, and then boom, New Zealand kind of felt like it came out of the blue with like tons of different like hop yeah. varieties that were just mind blowing. All of them. There's not even there's nothing shit there at all. It's crazy. Galaxy and Vic Secret was my favorite hops like three years ago. And I don't know what happened, but it's different now. So I just turned my way to New Zealand yeah. hops. You're right. Um, funnily enough, it was Troy who was telling us that the um, the Galaxy had a weird run for a time. And I think it's kind of what you were saying before, Guillaume, about like both Galaxy and Vic Secret. And like the the Galaxy sort of started to become a little unpredictable and different harvests were tasting different and they weren't consistent. And I think that's, and, and then obviously it's a very dominating hop. So I think it kind of just lost its popularity when you've got all these tropical, beautiful uh, New Zealand hops. Like, why would you uh, go it, there? I, I remember made a 100 person Galaxy beer that was not Arch. But if I 
I would do the same right now. It will be super cigarette and <laughs> I don't know what how to say how, how to tell it. Uh, I don't know how to say it like like uh, hot, spicy. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like yeah. Too much green and super powerful. Now, um, something happened. I don't know why, but yeah, I don't know what happened. Do you remember what Troy said, Nate, about that specifically, or was it just Not bad sp- batches? No, not specifically. I don't know. Uh, it, it, it like it wasn't even just bad batches. It was a, it, it was like a bad year for them. Sorry, that's what I meant. Um, yeah, bad harvest. Yeah, was the word. Yeah, yeah and uh, like, and I think it must have lasted for like for even more than a year because I think because uh, I think even right now, uh, like a hundred, like Guillaume was saying, like a hundred percent galaxy is not popping right now. <laughs> no, it's it's pretty rare to see it i feel like i'm definitely seeing like all you know whatever nectaron or um uh, wakatu or moteka actually more often this is so many ruwakas killing it like there's just so much there's so many different great ones from there that uh you know i guess they are even probably dominating uh, pacific Northwest. I, I think I, I think i think the good days are uh forward so yeah maybe maybe galaxy will be great again sometimes <laughs> pretty sure yeah Make Galaxy great again. I respect it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We should do shirts. <laughs> the, Austra- the Australian hop farmers should do a, do the shirts. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. They need it. Uh, Go on. Yeah. Um, so I like it was, we've uh, like we've touched on this a little bit, but maybe we can dig into this a bit more with uh, like with uh, Le Catch itself as the uh, like and kind of maybe what's popping in Saint Flavy to yeah. like to locate it for like for people who don't know it's uh, like if you're heading like if you're heading east from Quebec City on the south shore of the like of the Saint Lawrence you like you. Pass uh, like you pass Ramuski, and about a half hour's drive after that, on the way to uh, like on the way to Gaspésie, you'd pass through like you'd pass through Saint Flavie, and right on the river there in Saint Flavie, you would get like you would get to the uh, catch, um, and so, so like, with that kind of geographic placement in mind, do you want to uh, tell us a bit more about um, like the brewery and the like and the restaurant itself, and just kind of uh, its place in the region? Yeah, but I, I think the the success of the the catch is uh, uh, it, it's because of two things: uh, the the venue, the place. Uh, it's it's amazing, you know. You are on the on the the patio, and you walk like one seconds, and you're on the beach. After that, there's a lot of yep. picnic table outside. Uh, you're you're really on the beach. Right. The view is it's, the view is amazing. It's absolutely it's it's breathtaking. Like, like he's yeah. not exaggerating. When, like when he says like you're like you're really right on the beach. Like that. Like you look out and you see nothing but water. You can't right. even you can't even see the other side of it. Wow. And, 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 and that's the reason we are making other beer than IPAs. So we are making like blonde wheat, red ale. Uh, sours and uh, and uh, fruited wheat, because all the people stopping at the venue uh, don't want are not all opeds. They don't want IPA. Maybe they're just stopping because it's a nice place. So we have like regular beer too that we make, uh, and and I can say on the summer when it's the 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 red season, um, we sell. 
the same amount of blonde beard and IPAs. So, mm-hmm. so, so, so not every people want to drink ops. So yeah, uh, that's the, the first reason uh, for the success of Le Catch. And I think after that, the IPAs help a lot because uh, when we started the, dis- the distribution, um, at the beginning, we're selling a lot of kind of beer, but the more we're going through December, the more we all sell, the, the only sales we make is IPAs. So we hmm. just sell IPAs after that for, for the... Um, for the Quebec, uh, the uh, the province sales, but locally we sell we we can sell a lot of blonde and red ale uh, all year long. Yeah, interesting. So then, I was like, based on all of this, like if you really think about, I've been to Gaspésie from Montreal, and like that shit is far. And on the way, I didn't get to stop in Ramouski, but I was like, ah. Oh. That's where it is because I knew it because oh, of Nate's uh, in-laws. He'd always told me about it. And um, this was 2020, I think I went out there. So if you, if you think of like how far that is, how, did, how do you think the word spread about the quality of the beers? Because I feel like the hate, just like, you know, you're a haze guy. You chase, you know how to find haze. I guess maybe that's the answer. I guess was that haze people just know how to find it. But how do you think the word got out originally when you were a, a restaurant that had other beers and then you had a small system, then you got a big system, and then that's when things changed? Like being that, like maybe people who'd been there earlier, it wasn't something that everyone was talking about. Then all of a sudden, these beers started to get like really good. How did that? Um, how did that word get around, you know, at the very least around Quebec? I, I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe I, I love, a, a, I have a large uh, circles of friends. Maybe, I guess it's, uh, it was talking about the A's I gave them at the beginning and the word spread. I, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Okay. Uh, I'm happy them. Uh, I, I'm, I'm happy though uh, to... Uh, that the, the, the word that uh, maybe on tap, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe on tap yeah. actually. Are you, do you know where you are? Like in the rankings of the breweries? I, I saw I was uh, over four. Yeah. Over oh, four over, point somethings. Yeah. For the whole thing. Do you know Overall. what, you know how they've got that thing? I, I look, I don't really check it for that. I've checked it once or twice, but you know, some people really pay attention to like the top breweries in Canada. Do you know where the catch is on that list? No, it must be up there. You have to be. I mean, maybe yeah. that's where people find it too. Um, you can check. Tell yeah. me. Um, I'll like, check. I I I, I can uh, maybe I can fill, uh, like fill something in there. I mean, like, yeah, like I can only speak to I, I can only speak to my experience with how, the, the like with how I discovered it and and like and I think it's really for exactly the two reasons that uh, like that Guillaume was already saying the because. I, like, cause I obviously found out about it at first from my in-laws, um, my in-laws who, uh, the, like who live in Ramuski were t- like, uh, well, one of the times that we were visiting there, they, like, they suggested that like, you know, we got to drive out to St. Levy to go to the, like, to go to this place called La Catch because uh, like, and their reason was because, you know, it's, uh, and uh, there and my in-laws uh, like work in uh, like like work in the tourism industry in Ramuski, so they know like so they kind of know the touristy um, areas in the like in the whole region. So like like so mm. they probably heard about it through some connections there. And 
um, knew that it was right on the river, had this absolutely gorgeous uh, like view from the patio. That was the main thing that brought us there the first time. Um, so like and said so, like so that was the main draw right off the bat, which was reason number one that uh, like that Guillaume gave right there. And then beyond that, then when I started seeing like the collab like the collab with Troy, and I'm like okay, like that's uh, like that's triggering uh, like that's triggering a red alert for like for me that, that like this is something to check out. Then there's uh, like like there's kind of a haze angle here that uh, <laughs> like that said there's something there's something popping with mm. that so it's like whichever one of those could uh, because like the touristy angle could uh, like would certainly speak to people like to anyone traveling in the region and especially in 2020 when so many people were doing exactly what you did uh, like when you're traveling out to Gaspé Z and uh, like a bunch of local uh, the, the, like local <laughs> interprovince and uh, like and kind of like from far, uh, like from far from one end of the province to the other, or from Ontario or from New Brunswick or whatnot, coming through like coming through the other ways, places like that will uh, like will end up drawing you in, and it's probably only after that, like once things start to normalize a bit in 2021, 2022, then people start to get to know like okay, so there's some fire haze popping out here in Saint Levy, we got to check this shit out. Hmm. Yeah, I remember. I remember. I, I'm. I am always on the roads for uh, to visit my parents. Uh, my father is in Granby. My mother is in Quebec City. I have a lot of uh, family near Montreal, so I'm always on the road. And I remember at this moment, like bringing beer because we we were not distributed. So uh, all of my friends say, "Hey, bring me a 12 case. Bring me a 24 case so of this and this." Because we were we were uh, publishing our release even if we were, were not distributing, so yeah, maybe because of a little bit of that, so hmm. it started with uh, uh, personal delivery, like personal delivery, word of mouth, a genuine <laughs> word of mouth by the brewer, <laughs> by the brewer. Um, I just double checked, and you are number twenty-two in all of Canada. No, you're kidding, yeah, yeah. Um, twenty two, twenty two, ahead of a lot of like, you know, fantastic. Like both sides of you, there's some phenomenal breweries. Like looking at, uh, and your your oh your average because you mentioned that is four point oh five. Okay, so nice. You're. I, I, I was checking that though, the the average. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty spectacular, man. There's some really like, you know, you guys are in very good company, um, and I know that that is you know kind of bullshit anyway i mean uh, untapped is a whole other conversation i like it just because i can keep track of stuff but yeah, some people it, base it, their it's, lives it's on a it. way to track it's a way to track something because there is no way to track it if you don't looking uh, unless i don't know those way to track if people like your beer Exactly. You know, and it's at least it's where, where sort do you of track it, research. It, 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 it's it, maybe you can listen podcast social podcast social media. I yeah, guess. but 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 it's it's one probably the best way to track if people like your new release. I check often. Just mm. just check if uh, my new beer just released that week in distribution will be uh, appreciated all around Quebec or just. And uh, yeah, uh, I, I use it just to track because it's the way to track. Yeah. I know it's if my best friend, my best friend can tell me it's the best beer of the world, but it's bullshitting me. 
know? <laughs> he's my best friend. Yeah. So it certainly, the best way, it, it, it the, certainly the best has way, the benefit of efficiency. Yeah, but the best way to know if people who don't know you like your beer, it's on tap. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's a little, it's a very um, specific market meaning it's it's like cats like us it's beer nerds who know their shit or think they know their shit um who are searching out new beers and, and things like that where it sounds like you guys like you said in summer the blonde out cells or the ipas so there's a you know you're probably getting a lot of just holiday make you know just people vacationing just cruising maybe they're driving to gas bay and then they're like oh let me let me stop here. This looks fun. And they don't even know. So they're like, I don't know, give me the yellow fizzy clear beer. Um, so there's, you know, those type of people that you obviously you have a lot of and you make sure you cater to them because it would be silly not to, but then you've got the, the, the haze heads. So the fact that you're that high up, um, I think would probably definitely be part of the attraction alongside, but it just sounds like word of mouth, which is fascinating to me. Cause I guess, uh, it's, it's, um, it's interesting to see when when you know some breweries start off as like that hype they just from the beginning third moon Masorum did um etc and when others like go along a journey like you guys or brewski they didn't start off making killer haze they were contracting and doing yeah. different things and now you know it's a, it's a different level with them so it's cool it's really cool to see and and i'm seeing i feel like i see you guys a lot i follow a lot of the depeneurs on facebook and on instagram so i see a lot of the posts from the different specialty stores in quebec that are um stocking your stuff and and everything and it's just it's cool when I don't know. For me, I enjoy it because when I've discovered it, like there's been a few, this has been a great year for me. I've discovered a, a few really great breweries in Ontario and Quebec for the first time that um, it's just been really cool. Like Fiden's, I went there uh, like a month ago, but I discovered them earlier this year and I was like, Jesus Christ, this is amazing. And now you guys and Counterpart who've been around for like four years, but I'd only discovered them this year. Things like that. I just think it's... um it's fun and it's cool to see what and now i'm aware of you guys it's cool to watch and see what other people say and to see other people get excited about what you're doing um i think it's dope one thing i wanted to ask on this based on the location aside from locked on did that did locked on make like new england ipas like this at all they do yeah yeah they, they okay. make really good yeah they make really good uh, new england the uh they were they were there be before me uh no they opened at the same time if if at the same years but they were making beer uh one year before us okay their ipa are really good really amazing uh beautiful a's uh, different than my ipa a little bit drier uh, they, they like they like uh, they like bitterness, so they make a little bit uh, more bitter than me. Mm -hmm. But they, they they are friends. We we are all friends there. Uh, we're making collab. Uh, we make collab twice. Nice. Uh, we're we're going for a third one with another brewery in Rimouski, a small one called Le Bien Le Malte. Uh, so uh, a tree sum of collab. <laughs> and uh, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. those guys are amazing. Yeah. Okay, so then I guess that means there is a aside from the the beer nerds. So aside from that, I'm just always curious at how like locals or just people in the area um, react to beers like this. Like, 
what you know the, the do people just learn about beer by coming in is that how it goes who maybe aren't like you know beer nerds typically or how like how do people react when they see these beers um they have a lot of choice when they go to the catch there's uh, 11 taps so that's great uh, yeah but i think people are c- curious i i saw like uh, older man Loving New England IPA like we do. Wow. And uh, yeah, yeah. I, cool. I think people are getting more curious. Uh, they saw that uh, orange juice coming at the other table. <laughs> they want to try. So uh, I yeah. like that. Uh, I, I, I think, but but it, it's, I think like everything in our region, it's getting uh, slowly if you compare to Montreal. So... Right. It will, it will, but but there's a lot of hophead in Rimouski, but the population is uh, is smaller than Montreal or Quebec, so you can notice it when you're going to a brewery. Uh, we 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 did not sold out for a release. Uh, we always just distribute. So um, I think it's uh, population uh, difference that make. Uh, we we don't sold out all the beer like uh, remember when uh, Bacanada just released some IPAs at the beginning and everyone are buying in the same day without distribution. So yeah, it, yeah. It, I, 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 there's not enough people here to uh, sold all the beer at the release. Gotcha. Okay, I mean that that's a good thing for the brand, I guess, being that you're able to have. Uh, inventory to send to Montreal, to Gatineau, to Sherbrooke, to all these different places. But what we, we don't have enough, we don't we don't have a lot of, of beer. Like when when we do like a dock uh, 53, 54, it's like uh, 32 case of each. So oh, it's going yeah it, it, we sell like half locally and the other half uh, is going uh, with uh, bucket distribution. Uh, all all over Quebec, so we don't have a, a lot of of each beer, so it's going pretty fast. That's mm. uh, because we are a small brewery, that as you can see. So yeah, yeah, that's cool though. Like that makes it more, um, I don't know, fun to chase down, I guess, because it's not going to be that easy. And if a store gets the catch in your area, then you're like, I need that, and you're gonna go and make sure yeah. you get it. I know that Nate, Nate. Where do you always get it from? Brouhaha, right? What, what do you say? Uh, I, I have I I have gotten it from Bru, from Bruhaha before. Most of what oh, I've right. gotten okay, from yeah. the has been, like has been has been direct from the catch, though. Okay, because I know there's been a couple times when you've been home, and I think so. Uh, Guillaume, Nate, and I like he, Nate's parents live not too far from me. Uh, Nate grew up in in this area, so when he's there in Ottawa, he can go over to Gatineau and he'll go to Bruhaha, and he knows if they got the catch, don't ask, just get me everything mm-hmm. <laughs> and if, if you got it basically um so i know that's happened a couple of times where they've had it but i guess the point being is that maybe each store might only get one case if they're lucky so that's that's cool for the for the you know the the what's the, what's the word um when there's just not not a lot of stuff it's what's the fucking word? Uh, small like the, batch. the exclusivity yeah small batch ex- both of those were exactly just people are like oh yeah i need to make sure i get it if i see it you don't think about it. You just get it. 
because yep. you don't know when you're going to be able to get it again. And there's a promise of quality and you know it's going to be fire. So it's like you don't even have to think about it. And I, I think that's good for the brand. For sure, and there's something nice about the fact that even like even though it's small quantities, but like because it's not just all disappearing right out the door, it, like in a flash, it does make it a bit more accessible that it's able to like that it's able to get out to a bit like to a bit of a wider region. Uh, like so, it's uh, like I, I think there's like there is something nice to uh, nice about that that uh, like you know some more people outside the local region like region can get it like i remember it like it's not quite like that now but i remember that like like you were saying about canada and the releases back in like 2020 it was insane it was you you had to do the thing where you were waiting like like waiting by your laptop with your car like like with your card (laughs) preloaded in your browser hitting refresh 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 and if your hand slipped for like for a second when it like when it turned over you were shit out of luck yeah and that like and then you just weren't like and then you just weren't getting it and then you needed to either be in line or you needed to have a mule in line and that like and that was just a whole crazy fucking thing that's like that that was always insanity and i had absolutely no patience for that personally i prefer to just be like to be able to go like to go and get it from either a local store here or if i'm in town i can like i can get it there i can't deal with that kind like with that kind of like hype chasing hassle (laughs) yeah that's in the past the 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 problem with uh, the 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 not a problem the yeah, like when we distribute to uh, other city than our region, like when we distribute in our region, we're doing the the the, the delivery by ourselves with our truck. Right. But when mm-hmm. we distribute with uh, the distributor, like Bucky Distribution, uh, people all over Quebec get the product less fresh than when you bought yeah. it here. That's true. So that is a thing. Yeah, we, we have to live with that. To 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 to, it's it's the only way to get the beer um, to all the cities. So so yeah, yeah. it's People the only uh, bad point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you do it, but I think the fact that they can get a taste of it outweighs the freshness thing. Obviously, the fresher the better, and it's always better to go direct to the brewery because then they don't lose any money in the the chain. So you, but you, you don't can, want to. You don't want to do a five-hour drive to get a four-pack. So <laughs> there's that, you know. <laughs> and if, if you can just get what you need at the store, and you know it might be two weeks old as opposed to two days old, I think that's okay. I mean, look, to be fair, man, you're stuck. This, these beers are all um, maybe two weeks old, and they taste fantastic. Uh, two and a half. Which one? Twelfth uh, yeah. of September, and yeah, today's the twenty-eighth. Oh. What's that? Uh, Sixteen days. So it's like two and a bit weeks. And kind of fresh. They did. Tra- they, they, they traveled pretty well, and uh, and I'll uh, I'll I'll quote uh, like I'll quote C on something here because the first time that I sent him uh, like that I sent him stuff there. One of the like one of the things that he said was he was uh, like more than like it's was some of and correct me if I'm wrong here, but you were saying that this like the haze held up to a couple of weeks of age better than like better than almost anything you'd tried uh, like yes. before. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, an age princess. I like I like the freshest. I'm definitely a princess. I like beers as fresh as possible. And I think basically you guys are one of the only or very very few breweries where I'm like Nate just fucking get it. Just get it. It's okay. Um 
you know, and I feel like your stuff really holds up. Uh, I feel like up to a month is fine for the, for most places. I would prefer no more than like two to three weeks, but some people have different, different expectations and like, yeah, try and drink them quick and, and whatever. But I feel like you're from this year, I've been aggressive with trying to get as much as possible from, from the catch. And I feel like it's been great. Whatever age I've had it at some stuff, like I know by the time I get it, I'm almost positive. It's probably been like a month old, Nate, if I'm not mistaken, there's some, by the time I got it in my hands and it was fine. Yeah, it was just- great. Like just by like just by pure logistics, it's hard to get it to you any uh, like any quicker than that because usually by the time I get it, it's at least a week or two old, and then by the time I've got a box together and I'm either like it's either traveled to you via my parents or uh, like or in the mail or whatnot. Like it's uh, like, you know time passes quicker than <laughs> than you'd like sometimes, so it usually does end up being at least three or four weeks before you're drinking it, and it's never a problem. So then Guillaume, for you. Do you have like an ultimate time frame that you think your beers are best in? I used to be a two months guy. Oh, okay. But I don't know, like not more two months. Yeah. But uh, recently I kind of find good things in aging a little bit more IP, not more than two months, but they are still good. Some brewery have uh, really uh, short life IPAs, mm-hmm. but yep. uh, for other ones, it can just last long. If, if it's always keep at cold temperature, I, I guess three months will be the, be the okay. maximum. But, but I, I will not like drain a two months and a half beer. I will drink okay. it. I, yeah. If it will, well, well, well preserved. Yep. Okay, that's a fair point. Uh, Troy from Badlands told us that he thinks his beers are optimal at about four weeks. Like, oh, that's the the top end. I got his anniversary stuff. I was actually I was in New England and I I left like the day before his anniversary party, so I got them like th- by the time they were like three four weeks old, and I had them all around that time, and they were great. It was completely yeah. fine. Um, I think it all kind of depends. I like that's one good thing about the hot burn and that greenness. I think it keeps them a little longer and, and you know, the, the, the flavors sort of change. Um, sometimes when they are young and they're really fresh, they might be a little harsh depending on the brewery and stuff. But yeah, it's an interesting, I was having a conversation with a guy who works for Masorum uh, today on Facebook and he was saying he was really surprised I was saying this. Um, and I was like, ah. Oh. I've said this forever. I'm just, but each to their own. I think it's fine. And once again, I think it's more important for you guys to, to expand the brand throughout Quebec and beyond um, by distri- distributing. And it's better that people get the beer at two, three, four weeks than maybe not get it at all. And because you I know guess. they're still going to be good, you know, they're not, it's not like it's going to be a sticky multi mess at four weeks, you know, <laughs> like no. they, they, they hold up really well. Which is great, which yeah. is amazing for you. I'm surprised all the A's do not drop in our IPAs. If if the yeast were uh, really healthy, uh, the A's just hanging on till two months, three months. I'm really, really impressed. Uh, yeah. Yep, your, you, your, stuff has, your stuff has some good staying power and it travels better than most. 
Yeah. And by the way, this Yankee is phenomenal. I'm really trying not to, because like, I know we've still got a couple more beers to go, and I know it's about time right now. Um, just the sweetness is perfect on this. It's so nice. It's just It works so well. This is mm-hmm. fantastic. I feel like, like you said, I had this one. Nate got me this beer earlier this year, and I feel like you're right, because I know, Guillaume, you said you tweaked it a little bit. Like, this is yeah, beautiful. Uh, fun fact, I just... Uh, I just forgot to. Uh, it was a split batch fermenter, so I I made a, a 10 BBL batch of uh, that Yankee uh, this summer, the the one you got before. Mm-hmm. So uh, the only fermenter empty I had was two five BBL. So I split the same batch in two five BBL and put the same dry up, but I just forget to double the dry up. So I just made a a, a small dry up, and the original Yankee was more uh close than this one that the one you had okay well i mean look you know I, it I was think, I, I made a mistake so i would never uh, have big, guessed I, I mess i mess. <laughs> i made a big mess well i don't think this beer is a mess at all i think this is balanced it's perfect it's sweet no, it's this, creamy, this one it's... but the, the the other one you got this one is is the, I, the real yankee oh i'm yeah. sorry i thought you meant this one. okay well this is fucking exception so um yeah. Yeah. i love yeah. it do what we want to jump into the next one? Yeah, the fifty. Yeah, the Let's fifty-four. Let's do the the fifty-three. I think uh, the, uh, the fifty-three. Uh, we yeah, started yeah, with 53, the fifty-four. Sorry, yeah, fifty-three. This one is um, like we said before. Sometime I'm check on on tap for the new one, mm-hmm. and this one's kind of probably will be the oh. best rated beer of the catch in history. Whoa. Oh shit! Because uh, like God damn. like I said that. That peacherine is cheating. Oh, it's peacherine. Oh, yeah. It's one. It's, it's one hundred peacherine, and, it, and it's cheating. It's like I don't know. It's Ooh. like uh, putting. Magic I think it's got to be one of the best in, hops. It's got to be one of the best hops it's, on the market right now. Yo, know, I just talked with uh, Marie from Freestyle Hops, and she said uh, that there was. I asked from Wakatu. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, hops from New Zealand, and she said, "Just grab it while you can, because we're just stopping to making this hops because we want to grow up more peacherine." Oh, that's a good. That's a good sign. So they just remove that, that wakatu and plant new peacherine uh, plant. That's so good. Look at this! Holy oh. shit! That's insane. <laughs> So is this the same um, base, like the same batch as Doc Fifty Four? Yes. And you split when, them when, and then... when I say that it's, it's cheating, look at the color. It's not the same yeah. as the Fifty Four. No. Yeah. So, no, no, so no, the featuring the featuring just yellowed up that. Wow. Beer. That's crazy. That's... And it's still the local the local hop. I uh, so the local malt. No, right? no, local malt. Yeah, same, same, same batch than Fifty Four. Wow. Okay. Oh, the nose is bonkers. Like it just smells oh, like peach juice. This is the the best up for me. Yeah, you think this you, is the you one? can combine the peacherine with everything. It will be great. You know what? I agree. Um, Nate and I both have that. I would say our favorite hop has always been Idaho Seven. Conveniently, just happened to be the favorite hop. But I don't know. I almost kind of think I, I think I'm with you on this one. I think maybe peacherine is is the goat right now. Yes. Oof. Gentlemen. It, 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 oh, the aroma yeah. alone is wild. Yeah, look at this, this color. Let's, get, let, let's do it. 
I think that <laughs> that ops is like so cheating. So you can put a lot and a lot and double the ba the the quantity, and you will got no up burns. You will get no up burns and no uh, archness. It's like cloud ops. It's yeah. Wow. What what a crazy hop, huh? Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, that is insane. Um, did this one hit six point five in the end? Yes, plush. Okay. Oof, oof. Mm. Oh, the same. Oh, oh my god! Like, like the, the yeah, the, the the texture on this is wild. It's it's so soft and fluffy. It's all because of featuring. Mm-hmm. The, um, you know, because you can compare with the 54 just before. It's it's the same beer, just two different dry ups. We got two pouches of Nectron in, in the 54 and two pouches of... No, I lie. It's like 12 kilograms of Pichurin because I, I wanted to try it more because, like I just said, we can put, you can put more to get more flavors and it will not be arch at all. Mm. It's like there's no upburn with this... This oh. Um, this is just so exceptional. Just a note. I, I'm checking on Untapped. I have two friends on here, it says, who rated this be a five out of five. And overall, for everyone who's having it, the average rating is 4.79. <laughs> That's yeah. fucking bonkers. And the first comment was, uh, and they're saying it's left, 4.76 global is justified, whoever this person is. Um... You know what? You're right already, and there's not even that many check-ins to this beer yet. So wait till this is brand new, brand new, I guess. Then uh, yeah, uh, uh, this will be just to create uh, uh, locally tomorrow. Uh, still available at from the uh, at the catch from uh, the last week, but uh, distri the, the distribution start tomorrow for local. Okay, and next week all over Quebec. Okay, amazing. Um, yeah. That is so Thanks. wild. So, oh. I'm 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 pretty lucky to just uh, buy, reserve that picturing on yeah. my contract last year because at the moment I I tried it at the beginning I I'm, I I think nobody was I trying it uh, in Quebec at this moment so I was holy shit this is the best up. So I just write the girl and I say, just book my next year contract and to 2024 two, please. And she said, okay, yeah. no problem. And like three years, uh, not three years, three weeks later, my friend say, hey, did you get the picture in? Did you reserve your picture in? I say, yeah. He said, I was too late, three hours by everything. Oh. oh no! So at this moment, Treehouse buy all the stock left in freestyle hops. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. I I was just at Treehouse um, when I did a new New England trip, and I I got there the trail, you know, the lager, and I got the trail lager, the Peacherine dry hop. That was there, the one I got from that, and it's fantastic. I hadn't even tried the original. I was like, fuck it, I'm going straight to Peacherine. It's um, it's uh, what's it's the, the name? Is it Jubilee? Jubilee, what's Ju the, is that with the IPA? Ju yeah, it's a uh, it's with Pichery. Okay. Jubilee. I don't know if they had that. Yeah. Um, so they must have used it for that. Oh, you know what? I think I saw them release that recently. 
Um, but I grabbed the the yeah the lager with that. So it's it's yeah. Mm. This is just crazy. Okay, it was a lager. Okay, okay, okay. No, what well, Trail was the it's called Trail is their lager. Yeah, yeah. Because I went to Charlton and I got a bunch of IPAs, but I knew like I'm not gonna be able to drink it that quick, so I had to like not get too many. And then when I went to Tewksbury, the one with the gold cor- golf course, yeah, I got, the golf, I, yeah, I got the lager, the trail with peacherine. I got some of their coffee in a can. They do like all the coffee, and um, the uh, they had like a coffee stout that was crazy. So I just wanted to try their different stuff as opposed to just the IPAs. But I saw Trail, and they had the original one. They had a dry hop with different stuff, and I, I went the peacherine, which was was definitely the move. Um, dude, th- this this is crazy. This is like just fucking peach juice, man. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I've still got some uh, some bags for uh, maybe two more batch or three more batch of uh, all Pichurin style. I got I got a, a double. Uh, it was the Doc Twenty Eight, so th- that one was the first release with all Pichurin uh, last year's, and I still have to. I have some can left, like empty cans to fill. Yeah, so I will uh, rebrew that. Doc 28 soon. Let's nice. go. Like it's 8% double IPA with all the train. I'm fucking down. Yeah. This is this is so wild. Like Yeah, this is crazy. This is uh unfair. Like you said, it's like a cheat code. Yeah, it's a, it's a cheat code. It's the Konami code. <laughs> is that that like a b up down thing yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 30 games 30 life at the uh, contra contra yeah. <laughs> it's just it's so funny though right if this is this beer and this beer are the same base and you can even you can just tell the color difference um, yeah and yeah. all because of the hop wild and nectaron is and, another phenomenal hop too it's just funny that this is what happens yeah, but just if you put it beside Pichurine, it's nothing compares. Like, yeah, but but it's, every people have their own taste. So some people prefer to, uh, the mosaic, and some mm. people prefer the yeah, Pichurine. So I get you, it. You can. I think I think every everyone have their own taste. Yeah, you'd be crazy if you don't like yep. this though. Like this is just so crazy. Um, it's it's nice to see the expression of it. I don't. I think I've only had a Third Moon and a Badlands beer that had 100% peacherine that I can think oh, of. The Badlands, the Badlands uh, pedestal. P- pedestal. Yeah. Oh, it was amazing. Oh yes, that was very similar to this. I think as far as the creaminess and as far as that peach juice um, thing. And a Third Moon, I think it was the Observation series. Did they're that all. Yeah. They're they're all cheaters. Yeah, <laughs> you can't make a bad beer. I feel like the okay. What other hops are in this at this level? Like, does Nelson count in this level? Because Nelson used to be the god tier hop that was the most expensive, yeah. hard to get, and you can't make a bad beer with it. You know what? For for me, if I have to name a second hops like this one mm-hmm. that will make a great beer. And uh, no flawless beer. I think it's New Zealand Cascade from Freestyle Ups. Really? It's like, okay. uh, it's, it's amazing. It, it it don't taste Cascade as you know. Right. It tastes mm-hmm. like New Zealand. It's like a, I think it's like a small, small, less powerful than than Pichurin, but kind of, kind of Pichurin with a lot of citrus. 
It's, yeah. it's the, the New Zealand Cascade is really impressive, and I just, uh, I just for the next year I will use it a lot. I just contract like it's it's the 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 ops I I contract the most. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, look, it's you're really a smart good. man. So you're a smart man. This is like, like you said, it's a cheat code. You can't make a bad beer with the shit. Yeah. Like if everything is this good, do you think that um does d- is does everybody know? Like when I say uh, everybody, like do you think it's well known <laughs> that I, I think it's starting to the, the New Zealand casket. Yeah, it's starting to. There, there's no more available right now at, at freestyle. Okay. Uh, you what about contracted. Pizza? Uh, Pichurin uh, is like uh, no more available like until 2025. <laughs> wow! <laughs> if, if you uh, like, if you wow. don't have the the contract right now for 2024, you will not have. You're fucked. Not happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Wow. That's so wild. Like, I knew it was. I do you know what? I feel like I needed to to hear this. I needed to sort of like have this con- like. I remember losing my shit over the Badlands one and the third moon were as well. And now this is probably only, like I said, the third all Peacherine. I'm just like, oh, I've, I think this might be the goat hop for right now. Because it's, it's interesting how hops change over time. Like everyone's losing their minds over Citra for a bit and then Mosaic and um, I don't know, like two, Galaxy. Past two, two years was uh, Riwaka. was Riwaka super hard to get. Yeah. yeah. Did, but not now. But not now. What about Nelson? So did in my head, and I might be misremembering then, like I always felt like Nelson was like one of those, um, like just, you know, it's, like it's hard not, to it's get. Not, <clears throat> it's not hard to get, just expensive. Yeah. Right. Still, still one of, still, still expensive, not as Iriwaka, but still one, one of the more expensive op. Uh, I'm starting to like it more and more the Nelson, especially from Freestyle. I think you, you understand that I like this brand. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yes. But we, there, there's there's reason beside that. It's just, it's not a brand. It's just amazing hops. So, yeah, of um, course. Yeah, you know what Nelson they've is, really... Is, sorry, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. No, no, no. I, I, was, I was saying, you know, um, I will have... I'm going to Toronto uh, like... Uh, uh, on Monday, to, uh, oh, yeah? On, uh, yeah, on Monday to uh, f- make a collab with Turn Moons uh, with. Yes, with, uh, I, I'm, scooping, I'm scooping. I'm scooping for a scoop, but it will be a double IPA all Nelson. Oh nice. yeah, that's fucking yeah. amazing. Are you going to be hanging around? Is it going to be called, Ca- it, it, it be called Captain Bebo? No, no, no. It's at at Turn Moon, so oh, I, yeah, I, I don't I don't want to to right, tell right, right. to tell too much, but uh, yeah, yeah we, no, no, I, I will fine, be there. Uh, I will be there Monday night and uh, Tuesday night. Monday. Oh, oh that's dope. I'm gonna yeah. be in Toronto and because I'm like in Hamilton, I'm like an hour away. I'm gonna be in Toronto on Tuesday night. Um, Let, let's get a beer. Oh, yeah. I'll talk to you after uh, off air, and I'll tell you because yeah. I'll talk to be. Oh. I'm going to a show, and I'll tell you about it because it's my. Fr- Actually, I could I could say this publicly. Our friend Matt from Vox and Hops in Montreal, he's in a band called Cryptopsy, yeah. and they're touring right now. And it's not even my style of music, but he's my friend, and I want to go see him because he hasn't since I met him. I met him right before the pandemic, and then 
everything happened. So he hasn't toured. So um, they're doing a show in Toronto on um, on Tuesday night on the third of October. So um, that could be cool. I, I'm sure he would love for you guys to all come because he's do- he's doing a thing where he's putting people on guest list if you bring beer. So I was like, I'll bring you some fucking beer. <laughs> and I'll be like, yeah. I, yeah. Bebo, that's his shit too. He's a he's a metal guy. Um, I, I I will take a lift because after our uh, collabing day, I'm maybe not able to drive. Yeah, take, yeah. Take, it, it, like, it, it would almost be rude if you could drive after that. <laughs> yeah. Particularly after a day of third moon, my God. Okay, let's talk about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I'm very happy to hear that you guys are working with them. Uh, obviously, the other goats, you know, Badlands and Third Moon are, are definitely the, you know, arguably the two best in, in Ontario. There's a whole bunch of other fantastic, phenomenal haze yeah. breweries as well. Um, so, of course, when it comes back to what we were saying before, like you guys all know each other. It's... Um, we met uh, awesome. we met at ceremony uh, oh, this yeah. uh, this summer. Yeah. So uh, I talked a little bit with Bebo. This guy is I, I, I tell me if I'm wrong, but this guy is the nicest guys in the world. Yeah. No, you're <laughs> not wrong. Is, you're not wrong. Bebo is the best. He's the it, best. It's, it's, yeah, he's the best. So he's yeah, a, we, we talk. Like he gave me some tricks for something. I ask him some questions. He's like, oh, do that, do that. And uh, yeah, yeah so, so we talk, we talk, and I say, hey, I would like to go to Toronto. And in October, he said, oh, I come at the brewery, make a collab. Let's go. So it's, it's happening. Oh, I love that. I fucking love yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, Bebo is fucking great. He's like, he's so nice and also just like, and so generous with like, just with, like with his time and like, like, he like he is willing to give his time to anyone in the, like, to anyone in this scene, and yeah. he like and everyone who's met him. As soon as you mention his name, you like like their face lights up because that's just that like the impact he has on people. He's such a nice dude. Yeah, it, yeah. he got a positive, positive, positive vibe on yeah uh, every people. I guess yeah. Yeah, it's very cool. That's great, man. I'm very happy to hear that. That makes me happy that there's going to be more and like exposure yeah, as well to you guys. It's in, it, in, it's a it's a it's a week of collaboration. So I'm going to Ooh. Slack on Monday. Fuck uh, yes, they're yes. great. Uh, uh, then uh, Turn Moon, and I'm uh, finishing the week Thursday at Sir John and Friday at Mr. Ram. Oh, let's go! Nice. Dude, that's a that's a great week. I love my job. <laughs> Dude, that's so oh, fire. Yeah. Have have you ever done any collabs in the States? Never. Not yet. So I, I can I can tell that I have only one friends in the States for now, who is uh, Zach from um uh Bellflower Brewing in Portland. I was just so, there. Yeah. So maybe, maybe one day. I don't know. I met him like this summer. We talk a lot, uh, but there's nothing planned yet. But we'll see. That could be sick. Bellflower was a really cool yeah. place. Cool vibe and the oh, it's, it's one of oh, one of the, of the nicest venue I think in uh, Portland with Bissell Brothers. Those, those yeah. uh, both places are amazing. Yeah. And it's an amazing place. Yeah. You, if you go to Portland, go to Bellflower. Hundred percent. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Re- I'm. I'm really mad that I didn't know that, that, that I didn't know about them because I was in Portland last summer. 
Um, and I like, and I went to a lot of like, I went to a lot of dope spots. I went to Bissell Brothers. I went to Maine Beer Co. I went to Allagash, um, but I didn't know about Bellflower. And like, there were some Maine people that I started chatting with on Instagram afterwards, and they were asking me if I went to Bellflower. And like, and after three or four people asked me, I'm like, fuck, I clearly <laughs> missed out on this. <laughs> oh man, the, the yeah, thing it's an the- amazing, amazing place. The beer are good, super yeah. soft. All on, on super, um, super, super soft. Uh, the place is amazing outside with graph, uh, nice yeah. patio. Yeah, I like that, that food place. Truck. The beer is yeah. amazing. Yeah, and it's on that street. So when we went, we were there for we were every place we went for like two days, which is not enough time. So I was no, trying. No, there's too much brewery in Portland. It's too many, man. And I was trying yeah. to do as much as possible. So the day I went there, I went to Maine Beer Co. Bissell dropped the car off, went to Bellflower, Goodfire, Lone Pine, Oxbow, and it was and then another place for dinner and I was I was done. I was and my hotel was connected to shipyard and I didn't go to shipyard because it was just uh just too much. It's and too now, much. Yeah. There's it's, too much. You need to go there for probably like five days and then do maybe two breweries a day and really casually soak it up but i got to i thought you know what i've never been there let me just like go nuts and see as much as possible and by the end of it you're just full drunk and tired so it was like probably wasn't the oh, great yeah. but you get the idea at, at the moment you got you got too much beer you <laughs> if you want to drink more you want a gin tonic or wines because yeah. there's too much beer or just sparkling uh, water at that point like for ne- next time go to a mass landing it's amazing that was another one i saw there was um Austin Street I wanted to go to. Yep. Um and I was only at Oxbow like 15 minutes before they closed. So I got one quick beer like you're chugging it down. It was just yeah, it it wasn't the way to do it, but if you've never been somewhere before and I hadn't been there, we went to Boston, we went to Fidens and we went to Providence, Rhode Island, all these places I hadn't been. So I wanted to get the vibes and see what's up. Um but the point was that I think that the folks in in the states would lose their minds i feel like people down there don't know how good we have it up here and this year last few years i didn't travel i was i moved and i was you know obviously a lot of things were closed but i realized in my travels this year whilst everything in the states is phenomenal obviously fucking hell man canadian breweries are just exceptional in ontario and quebec specifically we are so lucky we have so many incredible breweries right on our doorstep that's like i gotta be real like as good as everything there sometimes better yeah you know what i think pandemic was a a role to play in that because Mm. we were not able to go to vermont or something so during one year or two we have to just drink our own beer yeah so and we i think we found that we are making fucking great beer so I think it helped for the scene in Quebec. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, there's got to be something to that. I've 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 Quebec, thought that Quebec as well. Quebec and Ontario. Yeah, the the two provinces are just like it was like everything was already like exceptional if if we're honest. But I feel like it just it, it leveled up, and I found yeah. myself and I don't like saying this, but I found myself going to the states and being disappointed and being like ah. Badlands is yeah. better. Like third yeah. is better. I think two, there's two reasons. I think first one, your taste change and if uh, just uh, if, evaluate. Mm. What's the 
evolution of your taste. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, during yeah, so yep. so the the first fi- the first trillium you got don't taste the trillium you got today. And that's true. Second things, yeah. Second things, uh, our beer. Uh, the more we drink our beer, the more we found that that beer we make here is good. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that, and I would add that. I feel like it's a. I don't want to take away from the work that you know people like yourself are doing. Like I just feel like this is objectively good, and I feel like if someone in the states had this, they would be like, "This is like world class haze. Like this is, excuse me, like this is exceptional." And I don't like. I went to all those bucket list places. I've never been to Massachusetts or Maine, so I got to go to all these bucket list places, and they were fucking great. Treehouse, I loved it. I loved Trillium. Like it was such. A, we went to the one in Boston, the Fort Point. Um, I, I, you know, I brought a bunch of beers home. I just, I had a great time, and I'm just like, it was, it was phenomenal. It really was, but I think it was phenomenal because it was scratching like an itch of. I, I, I just wanted to go there because cutting tiles was one of, was the first, I think I had um, Citra cutting tiles was the first Trillium beer I ever had. So when I was there, they had uh, Nelson. So I was able to grab some of that. Um, and it was great. And it was you, were, re- you were disappointed? Not with that one, but I oh. want to be honest. I got, I got the Fort Point Pale Ale. If I didn't pay for it, I would drain it. Um, like... A few other things. Treehouse, I really like Treehouse. Like I felt like Trillium's ca- at the brewery. I loved it. Everything I had there was fantastic, and I got a bunch of like uh, four or six ounce or whatever it was, so I could try more when I was there. I don't normally do that, um, but I bought a bunch of four packs, and I was wasn't stoked on it. All the Treehouse, fantastic. I was very impressed with the Treehouse. Fidens, I think, does the best haze in the states now. I think Fidens. I don't think anyone's better than Fidens at this point, but. Yeah, it was just more like everything was really sick. Like it was really enjoyable and I loved it. And I liked the idea of the exploring and trying stuff and going to Bellflower and going to Good Fire, going to all of these different places. Maine Beer Co. blew my mind. Like with their, with yeah. their w- the West Coast. More, all the, more, more old school. Yeah, but it was, <laughs> it was refined. It was complex. It was phenomenal. And it uh, offered a different experience because I'd been in this haze world for days and then I got to go to this other place and have like this cool pizza and these crispies and these Westies. But either way, I'm, I'm not taking it away from anything because everything was great, but it was just like, oh man, man, we really, really do. The Canadian craft beer scene and particularly Quebec and Ontario are just uh, uh, like, I don't think you can really argue it's world class right now. And I think yeah. you know, guys like yourself are like driving we, this forward, man. It. It leveled up here for sure. There's no question. And it's just yes. cool. It makes me happy. It makes you kind of come home and I'm like, oh, you know, sometimes when I go to the States, I'd be like, oh, I need to bring as much back as possible because this is better than what I can get at home. But I don't feel like that now. I feel nah. like I'm bringing it back because it's fun to drink something different and it's fun to try stuff. And even if it's not the best thing in the world i don't really care because it's it was really fun to go there and i enjoyed it and it's just cool to drink something different alongside the things that i can drink at home but i don't think i'm coming back and drinking i'm going down in the quality of what we have here and i think canadian consumers need to you know we we i'm sure everybody realizes that we, we should be very grateful for for that and for the work that 
guys like yourself are doing and just putting in and, and studying. Like the way you've said, Guillaume, tonight, like you've studied, you've researched, you've talked to people, you've traveled, um, you know, you've asked questions of different people and like, hey, Troy, how do you do this? How do you do that? Like, yeah, you know, that is awesome. That's so cool. Because that means you're just trying to keep leveling up what we're drinking, right? So we're having this beer, and this is probably one of the best IPAs I've had in 2023. Like, I'm not shitting you. This is fucking exceptional. <laughs> um, and I know it's a cheat code beer, but it's also the base beer because we just had the base beer. And the base yeah. beer is great. So, you know, things like that. I'm just like, oh, man, this is cool. And and I'm grateful yeah. for that. I think it's just we're very fortunate to be where we are in the world um, with a beer scene like this and just be able to drink so good and support local businesses, which is what we need more than ever because, you know, more than ever because of, you know, we always uh, say like in this economy, it's pretty rough right now for, for beer, for everybody. Uh, if you're going to be drinking are, craft beer. Be, yeah, people don't have any uh, that, mu that much money as uh, 2019 to buy beer each week so yeah exactly uh, when, when people just buy our beer i'm pretty grateful uh for them to, of them because um i know i know what's it's hard to to budget our uh entertainment budget you know <laughs> Yeah, like uh, we don't we don't have like two thousand two hundred dollars a week to to buy like a case, and uh, when they choose your brewery, uh, I feel I feel happy. Yeah, yeah, no, that's and that's a that's a great way to put it. You know, like, and you want to make sure. I mean, obviously, you are making sure that the beers that you're putting out are high of the best quality that you're able to do. So that people are going to spend the money. And you said at the beginning that these beers aren't cheap to make. These hops are expensive, you know, yes. and I think there's a lot of people who want quality. I prefer, you know, I don't know. I like after beer, beer taught me a lot about quality and that quality is worth paying for. We pay for better wine, better food. We only really eat organic food um, whenever possible. Um, you know, and drink local craft beer or brew, you know, from, from small businesses. And that's important to me. And I think it's important to a lot of people. So the fact that it's this, like this level of like world-class quality makes it just sort of like a better dollar spent because not only are you supporting somebody and, you know, some real people who are in the community that are providing this, it's, I don't know, it doesn't, it feels better. You're feeling like that it just happens to be fucking amazing too. You're not like yeah, it's the same, you're not sacrificing it's, quality it, for local. It, it's the same thing that buying your vegetables to the uh, corner corner farmers farm. market. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But it's beer. But it's beer, and it's a little more fun than uh, <laughs> than a bell pepper. <laughs> but it's uh, it's just so good, man. Like this is like once again, we already knew that this <clears throat> shit was fire, but it's 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 so cool to see this. But I know that we're about to sort of go to the next one. So obviously right now we've been focused on IPAs because the catch focuses a lot on IPAs, not all, yeah, it, but a lot. If I, if I could, uh, I think I will make uh, only IPAs, but uh, <laughs> we have, like I said, we have a lot of people coming. They are not opted or they are not drinking IPAs. So we have to uh, just make all the beer that, uh, people can find the one they like, blonde, red ale, fruit beer. So, and we got stout. Uh, the, 
it's the the first we made then we made two others but this is the flagship stout okay uh called the uh, sierra charlie so is, it, is, it, is it the time yeah that's the time yeah i know we yeah, were just talking it. so we were letting it go so i think at this moment this this is the the best batch of that brand uh, oh. because at the beginning this beer was seven percent and uh in one moment i just the, the efficiency of the mash was horrible always stock mashing so troy my friend troy said me just remove all the flakes of your recipe okay and re replace by malt and at this moment the magic happened <laughs> and we got this beer with local roasters called Chapeau Moustache. It's my yeah. neighbor here in Rimouski. Yeah, it's my neighbor and it's a uh, coffee forward uh, stout with uh, caca, uh, cocoa, uh, milk, sugar, a little bit, just a pinch, Oof. and uh, some pinch. vanilla. I love your team lactose. Team lactose. Yeah, I, I like. Uh, no, it, 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 it's all lactose. Like just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. We love lactose. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, we also love coffee too, though. And, oh, and yeah. shouts to uh, and shouts to Chapel Moustache. Um, my my mother in law got me a bag of coffee from them for Christmas last year, and it uh, like like and it was fantastic. Do they do yeah. um, fire lattes and shit? Uh, there, there's everything on the on the spot. Okay. But at the beginning, he was just roasting uh, somewhere and selling on the internet. But now he got a, a venue to go, a cafe, a cafe, so he can go there and have a uh, what's the name, a biscuit. Uh, <laughs> oh, like a yeah, a like, scone, like a, a scone and soup and <laughs> latte. And I guess you can have a, a, any latte you want. That's what I'm talking about. Um, I'm huge on um, coffee. Like, I love coffee so much. Um, I'd probably even take coffee. More, he, he, he loves coffee. it more than he loves beer. I got um, I got bags of coffee right here. I got the, uh, on the set, I got the Treehouse coffee. Because I went to the Treehouse. Is it good? It's fan I'm drinking it right now. It's fantastic. Um, the other one that's really good is uh, Cloud Cover, the other half coffee. So they have a, uh, a, a coffee brand. How, how do you drink it? Like uh, um, espresso I drink, or? I don't have an espresso machine right now, but I use a, um, um, oh my God, I'm having a blank. Mocha yeah, pot, that, that, that. A mocha pot. So I have a mocha pot and then I bought like a, um, I like lattes is my thing. So I bought a, uh, like a mini milk frother. I want to get a, uh, an espresso machine, but the one I want is like seven grand, the Lamazocco linear mini. So I'm, I'm waiting. I want to just, I want to get a good one rather than like a thousand dollar one. I want to get like the serious one. So the mocha pot does a pretty good job because it's pretty close to espresso. So I have like a milk frother. So I get oat milk and I put it in a little thing. It froths it up nice and heats it up. So I can make like a little mini home latte with it. And um, sometimes I just would either have it straight or I top it up with hot water to make like an Americano. And um, fantastic. Uh, I, I try to get beans from all over. Like I order from like Nectar in Quebec City or Structure in Montreal is one of my faves. Um, there's some coffee shops around here, Detour in Hamilton. They're the, the local guys. They're great. So I just try and grab different stuff. And uh, whenever I'm at a brewery and they had them, I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to give that a try. 
And I got Nate, some from Nate Trillium can, too. Nate can bring you some next time. Yeah, man. Actually, yeah. I I would love to if if they're if they're great. That would be um, this would be awesome. Yeah, they're really yeah, great. we'll do that. This the nose on this beer is so it's good. Coffee. It's like straight <laughs> coffee with the vanilla. Yeah, the the things Oof. in that beer is it's like I, I dry up caf- coffee beans. <laughs> yeah, like whole beans. I'm just I'm I'm just putting whole beans a lot for 24 hours and then transfer. Oh, that's so good, dude. Like the, the so aroma you, is yeah, beautiful. The, the the purpose of that beer, I, I wanted to get a stout that tastes what a coffee bag smell. Oh, I love yeah. that. Yeah. That's a great uh, thing. Gentlemen, cheers. 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 Mm. Delicious. This is my second time having this beer. I had it the first time in March. So is this has, has would you say that it was um yeah, have, you, so have you changed it up since improved? Yep. Yeah, yeah. The the one you got was seven percent. This one is eight point five. So we just modify the process, like I said, with Troy advice. And um after that I just make the same beer but with more body, uh more alcohol. Same amount of, of lactose, just a little bit, just to run it up. Yeah, a pretty. I, I'm not a style drinker, but I like this one as a dessert. Oh, this is this I, is great. Uh, this is I, so good. I am a stout drinker, and I like I like and I like my stouts to be a bit heftier. Yeah, and like like and like and this is money zone right here for me. Yeah. And I, like and especially like and especially for a coffee stout too. Like this is. this is fantastic thanks so the can says seven percent so this is just maybe the older oh no (laughs) no no okay so so i I just forgot (laughs) this is a inside notes uh (laughs) we for this batch the the can was already print so when it it uh, 8.5 we just print small stickers so i just forgot to put your stickers on the percentage oh nah. <laughs> we don't but, need those but, stickers. but when you go to the store right now you have a small white sticker on the percentage said 8.5 8.5 gotcha yeah it's um this is money yeah i'm a big stout drinker too and i like um uh you know what i like all the stouts because if i'm having a a, a regular night where i'd have like a crispy couple ipas a stout or a sour or something i like maybe a low abv stout for those type of things like a five sixer something like that but uh, i usually have a night of the week which i haven't had for a while because i've been trying to stay on top of my um volume of beers that i have um, I have Big Beer Wednesday where I would drink big beers and this like an 8.5 is like be a perfect opener. So I would start with yeah. this beer, then I go to like 11, 12% like a big, big stout. And these, like, I love this, this, this ABV is perfect. And I like that it's got the, the coffee in it, which is still so much flavor. The vanilla gives it that like perceived sweetness. The lactose gives real sweetness, I guess. Um, the body is fantastic. Um, I'm so impressed, dude. This is great. I mean, I once again, I had the yeah. earlier one uh, six months ago, but um, yeah, this has ramped it up even more. Mm. Yes, I think that <clears throat> this it's a wrap for for the the recipe for this one. Yes, you, you still have uh, some hope in that, but 
instead of flakes, it's malted oat. And the same coffee, a lot of coffee, 24 hours soaked. Uh, wow. Vanilla from uh, from Cali- <clears throat> sorry, Calibri Vanny. Uh, and uh, lactose from Lactose Factory. A lactose factory. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Um, you know how you said you were naming things after like the um the 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 alphabet the um what the, the fuck's it called? Yeah, the radio. You know, like Alpha, blah blah blah. Um, Sierra Charlie, like S C. Did that? Yeah, it was Stout, Stout Cafe. Uh, Stout Cafe, yeah. Stout Cafe Love at it. the beginning, <clears throat> but after a couple of time, I I figured out that we will. Uh, get not enough letters to all the beer we are uh, release, so uh, <laughs> so we we started to jump into uh, the other country uh, radio alphabet. Okay. So we got some Italian. We made an Italian pilsner called had, Torino. Yes, I think <clears> I had that. Did you get we, me that, we had that too? Yes, I did. So, so this one we we take it we took it in the uh, yeah, Italian alphabet, and uh, we we will release oh, uh, so German pilsner in in a month, and uh, the the name is uh, Wilhelm. So we pick this one in the German uh, radio alphabet. That's nice. Dope. I like that a lot. Uh, and in, in the stout, uh, if if we are talking about stout. We did not make a lot of stout. We made this one. We made kilo was coconut, uh, cocoa, and we made uh, the other one was hotel was was double chocolate. So we just boil uh, a lot of cho- white chocolate and uh, uh, regular cocoa in the boil. That that one was not my favorite, but actually we got a maple stout. That we bring out to eleven percent uh, in in the in the fermenter. So we just oh make that recipe. We, we made that recipe without any vanilla and lactose, but we still have the the cocoa uh, without coffee. But we still have the the cocoa, and we just uh, it, it was eight point five percent. So we put a lot of maple syrup like in in secondary we just put maple syrup until we get 11 percent, and then now it's in um barrels of acerum i don't know if you know what is it it's like i'm uh, i'm i'm familiar with uh, like like with acerum because i've uh, because i've uh, become familiar with distillery senora um and uh, like and i've had that like and i've had their uh, like their stuff there before it's quite nice it, it's uh, it's uh, like kind of whiskey, but all made of maple syrup. But this one is Distillimitis yeah. uh, barrel, so mm. uh, it's a collab. So it's sleeping right now. Will be uh, maybe released in March uh, as the okay. first bottle. The first bottle of the catch. Nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so okay, that's a scoop right there. Yeah, that's a scoop. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, we're gonna need that. We're gonna need that, Nate. We're gonna need that one. Yeah, yeah, um, it, yeah. It, it, and, and you know what? It will be small bottles. Oh, the three fifty fives. Okay, you see, we like that. Man, we like we that. We love here. the three fifty fives. Yeah, you know, everyone <sighs> don't want seven fifty bottles of oh my eleven God. person style like, style no. because Look, it's too much for one person. Yeah. 
uh, you're speaking our language here, and yeah. like we're yeah. we're we're evangelists on this. We've talked about this time and time and time again. It's like like when like we get like a twelve percent stout in the seven fifty mil bottle. Like like sometimes it makes me want to blow my head off because because yeah. like I just I'm the only beer drinker in this house, and like and sometimes it just kills me to get like to get through those. Yeah. The only way the only way I can do it to get through a seven fifty mil bomber is to start it at like four o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday and like just nurse it until like seven or eight PM. Otherwise I'm just dead. Yeah. So I really <laughs> or, the, the or point just I'm getting drinking, at is drinking uh during three days, just put a uh, put a little stopper uh, in a it. Cap on it and oh, just see, drinking Yeah, that's <laughs> the wine yeah, stuff. That's, is, an, that's yeah. an idea too. But I, I, like anyway, I appreciate small format sizes for big beers. I really, really do. Yeah, I feel like the days of the seven fifty, whilst they're cool, I think it's like an a like it's a nice nostalgic thing, and I like the idea of it. It's just not practical. In the you know, like I feel like I don't know if people have got back to what we were pre-pandemic, having bottle shares and all that. Yeah. But like, but it's just a lot of one beer to have alone, and it's doable. I don't know if I'm doing that. I've got a bunch of those as well. And on my big beer nights, if there's a seven fifty, I would have to commit the whole night to just that one beer, which is okay. But I kind of prefer not to. I would just rather have half that amount, and I'm completely satiated with that. And it's almost like the brewery could probably make more money by selling more bottles. Of a smaller size to more people, and it's still like it'd be more than I would imagine. You know, you got the cost of a seven fifty, the cost of a three fifty five is going to be, or whatever it is, three seventy five is going to be m probably more than half of that price of the seven fifty. So then the brewery is going to make more money, and the consumer gets to have that beer alone. And if you want to share it, cool, but you don't have to share it. Otherwise, it goes in a cupboard or in a room and you just let it sit there for five years and you're like, Oh yeah, I have this it's a little bit. It's a little bit of more job that bottling small bottles and seven uh, oh, but yeah. at, at the end, I think, yeah, it's uh, more, uh, there's more money to, to do with the small ones. Yeah. And it's practical. It's definitely more practical. Is this something uh, that is, you're looking to do more regularly as well once this one drops next year is this going to be but we, we don't have enough space to to have a real shay okay but uh we, we have it, it's not the first barrel beer we uh, release we already had a uh, uh, goes uh in gin barrel uh blackberry nice. goes in gin barrel and now we have a I don't know what's the name in, in English of this fruit. It's Camerys in French. Camerys is Hascap, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, that's it, yeah. Wow, so so we have a, a saison with, 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 with Camerys in nice, gin nice. barrel too from Distillerie Métis. Uh, and uh, at this moment, uh, no, no, no more start for now. But I guess after that, we can just give the barrel to the, the distillery. They will put another rum or acerum in that and they will give us back after that and we can share that barrel that's cool man un until the end until the end <laughs> i know the uh so like i saw i i didn't realize until i saw that reel you did nate that uh, distillery saint laurent was based out there because we used to buy that uh, gin in montreal 
um, yeah, a man. lot. They have some really fun stuff. So that's very cool that you guys have like yeah, a cafe next door and a distillery close by as well. That's two distillery. Oh yeah, yeah. what's the other one? What's the other one? Yeah, yeah, it's a distillery metis. The distillery metis okay. is the one that we got the barrel. The the first the first uh, goals we uh, released was uh, in Saint Laurent gin. Uh, but all all those acerum and uh, next gin uh, uh, sour will be in Dissirimitis barrel. Very so cool. there's not enough. There's not a lot of barrel that they just uh, release the, the the gin barrel. There's two, and we got the two. So nice. it's super super uh, small batches. And for the acerum, uh, same thing. We got um, two barrel. I think we will release that beer like two different beer, like barrel one, barrel two, because it's two different Ooh. tastes. Yeah. So, so there, there will be a double release of that style, but two different tastes. Same basis, two different barrel. That's smart. When's yeah. when was that again? Did you say March twenty twenty four? Yeah, I think March for the sugar season. Oh uh, yeah, this sugar week, shack. Quebec. Yes, which is uh, super fun. That's a great time because uh, yeah, it's basically because a, it's uh, all maple, all maple, uh, yeah, maple, maple yeah. stout, uh, acerum. Everything Perfect. is a concept. Yeah, hey, man, you got to do it. I feel like there's uh, uh, basically the best, even from being out here now. Like, and I knew that when I was there, but like Quebec has uh, some of the best. All the barrel age stuff is. Um, always kind of been like a priority of Quebec and uh, you know people out here get pretty excited for the yeah for the Quebec barrel stuff it's like you, Quebec has been doing it for longer and took it more serious whereas here and more breweries do it which is great whereas here is only it's a few and the ones that do it are phenomenal I, I think the drinkers get really excited though about the ones that are coming yeah. out of there so that's fun man that you guys are doing that particularly now with the reputation that you have for the haze um and your other stuff like this stout phenomenal the pilsner the italian pilsner phenomenal so it's like like you guys are far from a like a one trick pony as such like you know lakesh can do can do it all you know which is which is great it's a, <laughs> yeah i will take the the comment but i uh, i think the battle the battle is all experimental so We'll see when it's come out. The goes was really good. The gin barrel goes yeah, that sounds was great. amazing. Uh, the saison with the Camerys was 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 really good, but maybe it can be improved. For the stout, we'll see. We'll have to taste often just to make sure that it will not uh, taste too much, the barrel. Uh, and uh, we have just keep some uh, unbarreled uh, stout in keg just to make sure if we can mix it if it's too much uh, too, too much barrel you know if the taste is too much uh, like on liquor um, but we're ready to 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 make a, a mix uh, to adjust or blend if it's too much with another stout that will not be barreled. So it's all experiment here for us. Like the young, we don't have any. We don't have any bottle, uh, bo bottle machine or something. It's it's all by hands. So, <laughs> so it's all experimental. 
I mean, that's cool. Is that exciting for you as a brewer to just like try something different and that, that yeah. could work, it might not, who knows type of thing? Yeah, for real, it's really, we, we already have like uh, volunteers to, to, to make the bottles. It will be like two days of bottling, like for 1,000 bottles of small ones. So yeah, everything is, is, is prepared. It's really exciting because we never made this. But it w- can be a nightmare if the beer the, if the beer tastes shit. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so, so, so we'll see. Yeah, I can't imagine you guys letting it out if you're not happy with the results. We'll blend it. You'll blend it, and that's the point of there young you go, beer, right? There you go. If, if if it stays not as we want, yeah. we'll blend it with another stout or something. But I mean, that's uh, totally yeah. normal too. That's completely like, you know, you've got to get the, the the profile you're looking for. And sometimes that means, you know, blending one third young beer to two thirds barrel, whatever it is. Who gives a shit? As long as he, uh, I think people, if they're going to spend money on something like that, like it's almost like, hey, did you make something that's like interesting, different? It's going to be fun to drink and try then cool yes we we got our first uh first bread beer too nice. uh, just uh li- lying in a in a barrel right now so mm-hmm. we have to do like the same the same as the stout just make it by the end uh just to not contaminate the brewery <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah so we have to do it <laughs> on the side uh by the end uh, and it will be released maybe at the sixth anniversary of the brewery. Uh, that will be uh, June 23 to uh, 2024. And uh, it will be like a uh, uh, seasoned barrel, bread, and small. I don't know what's the name in English. The small apple, you know, the super small apple. Like crab apple? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, yeah that's super yeah, sour yeah. small apple. What's the French so name? There's yep. so, yeah, it's pomet in French. Pomet. So, yeah, uh, French. We, 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 put, we put that juice inside and it will be like, uh, with, uh, we use um, from a Scarpen Lab, uh, Berliner Brett 1. Okay. That was supposed to be uh, an old bottle of Berliner Weiss found somewhere, 40 years old. And they just take the yeast inside and make a yeast of this. That's and dope. we use, yeah, and we use this yeast for that barrel. It's a one barrel, so it will be super small lot, like two hundred bottle. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's kind of cool from you guys as like a starting point because it's like they already know they the beer drinking public already know your quality of your haze. And your other beers, your stout, the, the, the pilsners, all that stuff, the amber, the blonde. And then now you're introducing the bottles and they're so hard to get. And there's like 200. I bet you probably put a one bottle per limit type of thing, like per person. Like, that's cool, man. I like it's a cool way to introduce it and it's going to create more, yeah. uh, more interest in future stuff. Cause people, you know, when there's that small amount, like people are going to be pretty excited, I can imagine. Um, from from a brewery like you guys, who people are already excited about. Period. I, I think it will be our first uh, for that sour uh, two hundred bottles, 
I think it will be our first on-site release, like cool. no distribution, you know? Yeah. 200, 200, yeah, there's 200 no people, yeah, sure. one, one, one bottles by person. That's yeah. it. Yep. The first one. I guess, I guess it will be good, but maybe, maybe this will never happen. So let's see. <laughs> two hundred man, like two hundred bottles is is not a lot. So no, between lot. locals and the people who are traveling to come and get it, whatever, you know, I feel like I don't think that's going to be much of a problem. And it'll just like create yeah. an appetite for like a whole new kind of. Um, segment of drinker or interest in in what you guys are doing and it's like everyone knows that you could i don't know it's it's i think it's good for your portfolio too yeah everyone already knows that you're good with all these other styles so like what can you do with a barrel and people will be probably excited to find out whether it's a sour or a stout yeah. we we got we, we're lucky to have those distillery so yeah, close man to so cool. to, to get yeah. those barrels just we just just pick up with our truck it's like one kilometers from the brewery so no, we, we just go there pick up the the barrel exchange a four pack hey taste this man yeah thanks going back to the brewery it's it's really amazing uh, same cool. things for the series and around they, they yeah. have a great product and great barrels too yeah it's it's cool I, I guess it's like going to be just fun as well to experiment and to try different shit like you know you're obviously doing a lot of experimentation with the doc series and stuff like that but this is a yeah. whole different type of experimentation for you as a brewer and you could probably just like the way that you figured it out with the haze and then ask questions of other people you could do the same thing uh with the barrels you know you've you probably got like cats like the the guys at bg in quebec who have a phenomenal barrel program. Um, Misorum's barrel program is fucking awesome. Um, yeah, Brewski's barrel program is surprisingly phenomenal. Like everything I've had, Nate got me, you got me some recently, bro, and it was yep. exceptional. Yeah, the, like the mage and whatnot. The mage, and then, yeah. They're, they're like, and, and then there's like, then there's folks like... Um, Robin? Uh, whole, yeah, yeah, Robin, holy shit, yeah. And, um, and Alafu. Mm. St. Tite, yep. Yep. Like this, Quebec has a lot of places I imagine you guys will probably already be sort of friends with that you could ask questions of if you, if you need to. Yes. Uh, thanks for the tip for BG. I never uh, uh, thought about it, but uh, yes, I will have a small speak uh, with Max. Yeah. Give Max a shout. Uh, He's yeah, the fucking man. Do that for sure. <laughs> Max's uh, yeah, stuff is great. Yeah, Gab, Gab at, uh, at Meso can help oh, me a right. lot. He, he yeah, helped yeah. me a lot in my life, so... Yeah, he's the I have a lot of friends can can help me. I never ask for someone right now, but uh, because it's more a long term batch, so gotcha. Just trying some things, smaller batch too. Uh, I like that. If style, there's maybe. a problem, you can just erase it, and nobody <laughs> exactly. no knows it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So so yeah yeah, but yes, I I can can have some help from from a couple of friends right now. There there's good. Barrel things in Quebec. Exceptional. Oval Oval some really good Oof. shit. Yeah. Obviously Oval. Yeah. Um Pic Caribou, Breta Sauvage. Um there, there's there's certain uh, Dunham, Sutton. Sutton, um, yeah. Yeah, or Dunham obviously, Elois killing it. Um I'm surprised that, that that there's a lot of 
Enough barrels for all the Quebec brewery. <laughs> yeah, really. It almost doesn't make any sense. It's uh, it's, it's something once again we were saying. Quebec is known for the barrels, and and I feel like uh, like almost uh, like if you into barrel aged beer, then you know that Quebec has got that shit on lock. And uh, yep. you know it's good for you that you already know everybody, and there's so many people in Quebec that already have like a, a depth of knowledge, and you know have oh like you, Nate, you mentioned Ala Food. Like I was thinking of them earlier. Um, I've been to the Shy there, which is the first time I heard that word. Is that right? Shy, Shay, 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 and it's fucking huge with the um, Rouge de Mecanac, and they've got like three different temperature rooms where the barrels are stored at different temperatures and different um, toasting of the barrel. There's medium, light, and toasty. And it's just, you know, it was crazy, like just seeing what they had and what what the way that they approach it. So like, there's a lot of people that you can sort of ask and uh, as you grow your barrel program out and just sort of learn the intricacies, because you, you've already mastered haze. If I'm honest, I think you've mastered it. Like it's yep. exceptional, world-class haze. So like, all right, Keep doing that. Don't stop doing that. Don't stop doing the crispies because I remember that Italian pilsner was phenomenal. <laughs> this uh, you, you would be you would be surprised to see how we we put our our shea. Yeah. So every <laughs> every barrels are on a skid with some woods just retained. Just the holding barrels. it. It's all homemade, bro. That's okay. <laughs> And I think that's okay because do they work? Who cares? Like I think that's kind of cool because yeah. right now it's like you're you're in testing mode. It sounds like, and you're doing yeah. very very small batches, one or two barrels. So it's like it doesn't have to have that you know those metal things with the fucking boom boom, and you have no, like no, four just, of them high, and it's, it's super small. We got we got five skids. Okay, there you go. So <laughs> that's barrel. okay. Five barrels. So cool. Yeah. Start with five barrels and you, you play around and, and, and you kind of go from there. It's, um, it's just, I, I can imagine it being kind of fun as a brewer to try and, you know, get involved in yeah. that kind of world. Um, is, uh, is super cool. So, um, no, I love it, man. So do we want to keep going or do we want to, do we want to wrap it up? Do we want to do like a, a bathroom break? What are we feeling? Do we do, do we get everything? I think we, we hit about two hours and 10 minutes, which is kind of uh, what we were talking about. Like, if going... you have more questions, I can stay. I don't need to, <laughs> to go to the bathroom right now for me. Nathan, Nathan's starting to have yellow eyes, so maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's the episode name, Yellow Eyes. Nathan's Yellow Eyes. Oh, my God. Oh, jeez. No, no, no. Uh, like, I mean, we got time for, uh, like, if we got more, but... Uh... I, I think yeah, if, we probably covered a lot of it. If if you have more questions, uh, <laughs> I, I'm well, not already... I guess the main thing I'd like, like, safe word to bring it on home in, in this general little part, like, what what can people expect from the catch moving forward? Obviously, you got the haze going on, you got the crispies. Uh, you got some stouts. You're about to have a bunch of barrels. You got the other stuff at the brewery that is for, you know, people maybe who are just looking for something more approachable, something like a blonde or an amber and things like that. Like, what are you guys sort of moving towards now? I guess just the 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 the, the, the not a problem, but the 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 place that we can improve. I think it's to got uh, to have some 
uh, crowd all year long. So all catch uh, months are not the same. So we got great yeah. month, June to October. After that is kind of shitty. So right. if we could, but, but it's, it's hard to, it's hard to improve because there's not a lot of people living around the catch. The biggest city is Rimouski, 20 minute driving. So if you want to go uh, and have like five beer at the catch, you can go back at home by driving. So, you know, uh, if, if we could have the same amount of people all year long, it will be amazing. But, Actually, I don't know. We have to distribute more, I think. So we yeah. choose our... Tourist zones choose, are tough. What? I said tourist zones are tough. Yes. Yeah, uh, during the winter. Yeah. We, 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 yeah, we choose our, uh, our point of sales. So maybe you can just open a little more. But I think we already have the best store that keep the beer fresh and not uh, at hot temperature temperature that with a big uh, uh, movement like they sell all the beer they buy it, it's hard actually for for us just to 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 keep it uh, stable all year long yeah 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 it's going to be uh, a challenge to kind of balance it out and to keep that going and I, I've like we've heard that a lot you know a lot of breweries are, some breweries are saying summer is the worst part for them but like the spring and the fall are really good and the winter's quiet like it's, it's interesting how sort of the busy season is for, for different places and it's really more um, I think what you said is right I think distribution might be the secret to that you know what I know what's what will be the secret. Yeah. It will be if Quebec uh, law change. If we can ship yeah. beer all over yes. the province like Ontario, there it will be amazing. Honestly, that is. pissed me off so much about Quebec. Living there for ten years and seeing Nathan, who is just across the border, being able to order anything he wants in Ontario to get it delivered, but we can't order anything on our side in Quebec to get. It's so dumb. And if you think about COVID and how many laws changed, like in Ontario, we had the, um, the thing with the, the dep and, uh, the, the cafes, restaurants and bars are able to sell cans and bottles to go of wine and, um, and beer. And I think some places could sell liquor. That was never happening before. So like my favorite place here is a cafe and they have the best beer fridge in Ontario because he goes to Badlands every week. He goes to Third Moon every week. He gets Willowball delivered every week. Sun and Hill, Godspeed, Dominion City, fucking bad uh, uh, beer lab, um, Counterpart, like everybody, Burdock, Blood Brothers, Bellwoods, everybody, town. town, like fine balance, like killing it. Then... In Quebec, they let, say, Judiciel in Montreal finally be able to sell their own beer from their own brew pub, and they weren't allowed to before because they didn't because yeah. they sold food or whatever. So then, instead of going to the dep up the road, they could get that. Fantastic. So why didn't they open it up to the shipping? Because if we could order, if you're in Montreal, you could just order every week from the catch if you wanted to, and you just ship it out. Like it's, and you know, you, and you know, you can just uh, buy some wine and liquors to the SAQ online, 
but beer yep. is not available. Nope. See, it's just it's arbitrary and it's ridiculous and it's. Fu- I'm about to say it's funny. It's not funny. It's actually fucking annoying. Like, why yeah. didn't they change that law? That would because when you think about what, why did they change the laws? Well, when the world was going crazy and things were being restricted, they wanted to make business a little better and a little easier for people, which particularly the alcohol industry was fair. Um, uh, and the thing is that why didn't they change that law? Why didn't that law change? That's the craziest one to me. Not, 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 not just that law. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's others, a lot of but... law that could change. We cannot... We cannot in Quebec go to a market, a farmer market, and sell beer. It's it's not not legal. You, you, See? Can, you cannot. Yeah, you cannot. It's uh, it's not legal. You cannot uh, can our own crawler at the bar. If there's a special tap on and you want to go home with a crawler, you cannot tap that crawler, seal it, and sell it. You have to fill the crawler in a production space. Like United States. In United States, you can just get a, a crawler. A craw- yeah, a craw- crawler is, is, is okay. one thing, right. not crawler. See, that's stupid. It's the same concept. Yeah, I think it's too, uh, too old, too, uh, an old guard. It's the law from uh, 1928, is what I understand, is the Quebec um, law. I heard this when, like, in the last couple of years. It was, yeah, 1928 is the law that was passed for um, uh, prohibition stuff. And they're sticking to the same laws from 1928, nearly 100 years ago. It's just, it's mind-boggling to me that at a time when, say, like, during the pandemic when shit was fucked... And then now when the economy's bad and the interest rates are high and inflation is high and businesses need every uh, advantage they can to survive when we've lost, from what I understand, like thousands and thousands of restaurants across the country, so many small businesses have closed. You go to any main street in the country and the main, you know, a lot of businesses, are, a lot of windows are covered in paper or whatever, like make it easy. What is the problem? It's so crazy because these laws don't make any sense in 2023. Like, I feel you, man. It's so stupid. And I feel like it's just like alcohol. And this isn't, I don't think there's anywhere in the world where it's good. Like in the States, it might be better in some ways, but then it's worse in other ways. Because they've got that three-tier system that's weird there. In Australia, they got some things good, some things bad. The tax down there on alcohol is crazy. I was paying like $19 for a pint down there at, at some point. Oh, shit. Like, and people weren't even blinking an eye because they're so used to it. Because that's how much the tax is on alcohol. So... It just doesn't make any sense to me that they would like change some stuff, but not others. And it, and it doesn't like hurt from what I can tell, it doesn't hurt anybody. And if it does hurt anyone, it's the monopolies that, you know, like the beer store and all that bullshit that's owned by multinational conglomerates. Yeah. And yeah, sometimes uh, the, the, the Brewers Association, the IMBQ in Quebec is trying to change some things uh, often, but you know, I don't know what it will take to really change it i don't yeah. know someone have to explain uh, that to us get get up and just yep. 
speak with the right person to, to change yeah. all these. I remember. Yeah, I, I remember like a little while back, there was sometime in 2020 when Bach Canada did that, uh, um, did that beer with the can. That, that beer was with a letter text, to the Quebec the government. Text. Yeah. Gerard Como? Yeah, that was. Oh, no, the other one. No, yes, no, no, not, no. During not, the not, pandemic. Not Gerard Como. The, like the one where the label I was, remember. like the entire label was the letter to the Quebec government, basically. Yeah, which was cool. and I, But like it's, it, it didn't convert and I, I no it didn't no no it didn't but uh, m my point was more that it was like a like, like it was a worthy gesture to kind of yeah. point out the the, the the like the bullshit of it and uh, like and just how uh, like and yeah uh, like I, I mean we like we know it didn't do anything but i think it was a worthy gesture i agree at the very least it's just so silly to me when like if you are the Quebec government and you look to Ontario, your neighbor and in your own country, and you're like, these guys been doing it. People aren't dying in the streets from, <laughs> from shipping alcohol. How about we let Quebec breweries ship alcohol and have an online store? Like if you go to Savannah, Georgia, Las Vegas, Nevada, Key West, Florida, you can drink legally in the streets and people aren't dropping dead from drinking in the streets. You go to different places. The whole f Canada is legal weed. You go to Massachusetts, it's legal, but you go to Florida and it's, it's decriminalized. You got this Delta nine bullshit or Delta eight, whatever the fuck it's called. This like whack ass weed stuff. Like it's just like, it's and so, you're not familiar. And not to say, uh, well, well I, I mean, uh, no, I'm not I'm, like, I'm not as familiar with the weed shit, but what I was going to jump in and say is like, not to say that Ontario is the, the, the like is really up to speed on everything. We've got it. Like we've got a ton of shit here that we're like, that, that, that we're very fucking whack ass behind on, but, uh, like, you know, I mean, like, but, but I, I, I know that wasn't your point, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, like just to say like, like there's shit that's really behind on whack ass laws everywhere. <laughs> everywhere i get that that was exactly my point was that nowhere yeah. is on point and that like ontario can learn excuse me learn from quebec by like hey they've had um excuse me um craft beer in, in depeneurs forever people aren't dying in the streets like what what are you and scared like, of like gas stations or, or like or like, like, like or like drinking like drinking in parks like Jesus with a Christ, packet of fine. chips and a sandwich shut the fuck up it's i lived in Montreal for 10 years it was, no one cared because you have a they have three drinks and you're like i'm gonna go home now because i need to piss like it's not like that serious and you know it's all these different things where like when you're looking from the outside and you're like well ontario does this and quebec does this and new york state does this and vermont does this and, blah, blah, and you're like but nobody's talking and it's it's just like it's really hard to make sense of it and i have a lot of empathy for businesses particularly breweries and and other alcohol producing businesses that aren't allowed to do these things that have no real grounding in reality there's no damage being caused to humanity to the population you know from doing that you know people tend to be pretty responsible there'll be a few people who aren't responsible and they'll be caught for not being responsible and that's okay but what's gonna hurt for shipping to somebody like there's no because when you deliver the beer when you're being shipped they check your id at the door when they deliver the package like it can't be anyway it's just like it, it infuriates me particularly as living in montreal for so yeah. long and it was so hard to get beer and all i wanted to do was support different breweries and, I, and it's really difficult to be able to do that you know
Yeah, there's there's so much law around the the beer making. It's like ridiculous. If yeah. you compare it to Ontario and if you compare it to other country, like I, I went to Blood Brothers and I was uh, I just take took drink a beer just beside the fermenter. That was not possible in Quebec. It's not possible yeah. to go in the production room to have a beer with a table for clients. It's not it's not a thing. It's illegal. Mm-hmm. You you cannot have a table just beside the fermenter. Right. You have to 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 have a, a closed, uh, airtight space, and yeah. the the tables are just outside this. In Ontario, it's not the com- same. You can you can have yeah. It's in, in the United States, like BBCO, it's just 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 beside the, the guy canning. Oh, it's right there. It's right there. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. He's right there. Like like it seems completely arbitrary. That's what it is. Yeah, and, and, and people's trying to, to to change things, but I don't I don't know what it will take. But nothing's happened, right? Really. Yeah, man. It's it, it's one of the more frustrating things. I'm sure we could go on about it forever. It's it's just like it's it just doesn't make any sense. I think even more so now, if you look in the context of the last few years when things were rough for everybody, particularly businesses, when they changed the rules for some things but not others. And then now you look at things and we've got interest rates. Everything's more expensive than it's been since I've been in this country. And I've heard it's happening everywhere. It's not just Canada, but still like it's even tougher and you're still not going to change it to make things easy to make these businesses that uh, employ a lot of people and that are community hubs, like breweries are hubs of a community. People go there, they hang out, they talk, they have trivia, they like, bring people together and they they more importantly than anything, they employ people like why are you making life difficult for people who employ people i i just don't understand that like it's so obscene then yeah the alcohol things and the permits and blah 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 like yeah it's all relics of the past and for some reason that won't change and i don't know who's like uh, who can lobby to change that but it's uh I guess she's got to work in within the system that we have. And, you know, at the very least, even if you think about it, like what you guys have done at the catch being so far from Quebec and from Montreal, you know, to be able to make that level of a name for yourselves and then to get traction with the, the folks out here in Ontario as well, who are, you know, doing the same type of thing is, is very impressive, man. So, I mean, on, on the positive side, you got to give yourself some props for, you know, getting the word out and for people understanding what you guys are doing and what you bring into the game. It's, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. It's be, I, I think it's because I'm a beer geek. So if I, if I, <laughs> no, yeah, man, I'm a beer, that helps. I, one thing you should know is we are two people working at the, at the factory. There's okay. two employees. It's me and Dave and, uh, Big ups, Dave. we are two people. So everything's every cans that you have in your hands, I've been touched by me and Dave because everything is made by hands. And uh, it's because uh, I'm, a, I'm a beer geek. I want to taste everything. I want to travel, meet peoples. So I guess when I'm going to Toronto, Montreal, or Gatineau, I'm bringing some cans, giving some cans to friends, and all the words are spreading with, with that things. And I think at, year by year, there's more and more people having tasting the catch 
and maybe that's why we have some geeks or fans liking our beers outside of our small region. That makes sense. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this right now: more people should be tasting La Catch. Could not agree more. Thanks. It's, it's truly world class, impeccable beer, and I'm, I'm, I'm just. It's been really cool, man, to get the story and to to really like hear how it all went down, and uh, it's it, it's very encouraging to hear that you already you know you already worked with Badlands, now you're about to work with Third Moon, all these other cool people in Montreal and uh, Gatineau and stuff, and um, yeah, man, it's 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 and that the, there's barrel age stuff coming next year as well, and like. I don't to to me it's super exciting to discover a brewery like you guys this year. Like once again, my favorite I got, you know, in in Ontario it was counterpart and in Quebec it's uh um it's La Catch. That's what uh be my two favorite discoveries of twenty twenty three in in Canada in this in this region and it it all it does is make me like fuck man, I wish I knew last year. Like oh man, I wish I knew the year before. So <laughs> No, you know, it's, it's okay. Last year was not that good. This year is amazing. <laughs> From the man himself. So like yeah. I, I'm just like, you should be proud, dude. And I think it's really, really sick. I think that uh beer of this quality needs to be talked about, needs to be celebrated. I think it's really important um that the best at what they do get um you know, get the the their flowers for, for what they do. And obviously the the other breweries that of your caliber um see that and are working with you you're about to go you know you're taking your time which i can imagine is quite valuable because like you said it's only you and dave in in the brewery there you're leaving so maybe dave isn't coming with you and he's gonna have to take care of the beers at the brewery is that right who are you talking yeah the uh what did you say his name was dave who's your oh um, yeah dave. yeah yeah this is uh dave is like um he's a brewer from noctum that decided to move in his hometown in Matan, and we just hire it, uh, hire him to uh, to be uh, like a helper, like a assistant brewer. Uh, yeah, assistant brewer, but he, he brew, he brew too. He knows so, what's up. like next week when I go to Toronto, he will brew. Uh, uh, instead take of me. Over. Okay. okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, he, yeah. He take care of the beer. So, he dry so up. He'll be- he, he he'll be washing fermenter. If he, he's making everything, that's my right arm. So that's dope. I'm I'm not sure if he he was not there. I, I need someone like this guy. This guy is a passion guy. Uh, he, he's amazing for real. Uh, I need I need him. Big up, Dave. The yep. That's awesome. But like having someone like that allows you to go and travel to spread the word of the brand. And I think that's really important for, you know, you're a hops guy, you're a haze guy, you're a beer guy. You understand the importance of the brand being spread by you being out there. So you need to go to see the boys at third moon and do the collab and meet people. You need to go to all these places to be there physically so that be, and bring them beer, be like, try my shit. This is, this is fire. You know, you know what? Uh, th- that's why. Uh, th- that's what I'm explaining to the other, uh, the other owners, owner of the brewery. Like yeah. when, when I'm going outside, so I said, "Hey, you know, 
I'm doing for collab, but it's for spreading the catch brand, spreading the catch name. So people so in Toronto want to go to Gaspésie and will stop to the catch. Same thing for Montreal, Gatineau, La Chute. So yeah, the collab are like a place to exchange ideas, making friends and spread the brand. So yeah. you need to collab. Sometimes people well, tell me, so why you, are you doing so much collab? Just to it's meet fucking, some people. It, and, oh my god, yeah. it, it's it's fucking big, man. Because because like that's the, the, like it, it really like highlights it right there. It made us pay attention because when we see like, like when we see the catch. Uh, like collabing with Troy at Badlands, that forces us to pay, like, like to pay attention. We're saying, like, holy shit, what's going on at like catch that trailer? Like, the Troy's collabing with them. That's what makes us ask the questions and say, like, okay, we got to get fucking back there and get uh, like and try some of those beers. Like, there's 100%. there's so much value in that. So much, so much value. And yes. and the thing is about like I think the best part between Ontario and Quebec is that like it's easier to travel in Canada without going over the border so like people from here are going to go to Quebec I have people hit me up all the time I have a note in my phone of Montreal things to do because people hit me and my girlfriend up all the time about hey man I'm going to Montreal where do I need to go and I've got a brewery list cafes brunch dinner like sightseeing that I just copy you make and paste a, you make a copy paste Copy paste. I'm like, the tourism office should be paying me the amount of people I've sent. It's absolutely insane. And I make sure that people know. And I feel like there's a big thing about that. And if I'm like, if someone's telling me they, they're going there, I'll be like, look out for the catch. Make sure if you go to any of these depreneurs, look out for them and whatever they have, just buy it. So like all of that is important. There's a lot of travel between the two and they're going to see your name at third moon. And now all the third yeah, they've seen your name at badlands. They're going to see it again at third moon, right? What's that marketing rule? If you see something, um, seven times, that's when they take action. Have you guys heard that before? No, it's like a rule of marketing. I've not heard that. So basically someone needs to see something seven times to be able oh, okay, to, yeah, to, to remember it, to remember it and to, um, action actually buy that thing so if they've seen it at badlands now they're going to see it at third moon but if you count it they'll they'll see their friends post about it they'll see excuse me the brewery post about it blah 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 over time but they get the, the same people who follow badlands and third moon are probably going to follow masora are probably going to follow sir john are probably going to follow brewski and you're going to go into a collabs with with all of these different people and then it's just going to keep adding up and boom, 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 boom. And they're going to keep seeing the name and the name. And they're like, oh, who the fuck is the catch? Oh, these guys. Oh, I need this. And they're going to go and beg their friends in Quebec to be like, oh, can you get me some? Can you get me? You know, and that's just really how this works. So it's more just like being around and going to the places and meeting the people and, you know, showing up, showing face, shaking some hands is, is really beneficial for the brand. And, um, I feel like the the world of that you're operating in of like god tier A1 haze is probably less I was I was going to put a number to it and probably not smart. I was going to say like less than like 12 in between the provinces maybe more you know what I'm saying like how many A1 haze breweries are there between you don't have to name them but between Ontario and Quebec do we think they are like 12 I would 20, say that's about 20? right. I would I would 12 say that's to 20, about right. right? Yeah. Yeah. 12 to 20 to be gracious. I'd say so. 
Yeah, so I would sit down. Okay, ten, beautiful. So there's, I think there's 450 breweries in Ontario. Probably something like that in Quebec. But, but if there's, I, 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 we, we don't, we don't have uh, a beer of each of those breweries, so we can like uh, scientifically tell it, but. But you yeah. know what I'm saying, right? Is that like yeah, yeah. the people who drink Badlands and Third Moon are going to drink Masorum and Brewski and Sir John and Willabolt and Counterpart um, and Rouge River and You're BG name dropping some stuff. and Lekech. But you know what I'm saying? That's the people that drink all the same shit. Those people go to fucking Fidens. They go to Treehouse. They go to Bissell Brothers. They go to all these places. So it's like it's 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 a small but like elevated scene and you guys are very very much in that world but i think you're the lesser known in that world so to get yeah. known and once they try it like it's going to be a problem like it's going to be hard to get your stuff and this is promote like i like it's, it's almost like ah uh, does everyone need to know because it's gonna be really hard to get the catch but they should fucking know people really should know but about it's, this like it's so good that it should be harder it should it should be hard to get and Maybe that'll change things for you guys. That demand gets so high that you get more fermenters or something, you know. It, I, I guess. I guess we, if we have a, a Montreal store called Le Catch uh, and we were selling only Le Catch, there would be amazing. That's what and it we, should we be. We'll sold out super fast. That's but the there's dream. a lot, love, love of people. Uh, there's a lot of people in Montreal enough to buy all the Catch beer in one day. So. It's true. Uh, it's true. Yeah. That's Maybe another I should thing. Talk with my co-partner to and just see what's open up. a store. Cibola did it. You know, it, it's yeah. like I know the <laughs> the rules are probably a little tougher in Canada from yeah. what I've seen, but almost every brewery in the states has a second tap room in another city yes. or another area. But in Canada, it's very few and far between because it's so yeah. difficult. Pit Caribou. Pit Caribou. Yeah, Cibola. I, I can't even think of many in Ontario. Like Bellwoods, maybe, but Bellwoods have got yeah. Bellwoods had the original, but they're both breweries. Yeah, There's a brew pub and a like a Usine. What is that in English? A production brewery. Um. So either way, though, it's like you guys are really in that world, and it's really about spreading the gospel of what you guys are doing to those people. So they're like, oh shit, like this is. This is what I need. And, and I feel like the people out here are, are very excited. Just like when I was in Montreal, the people in Quebec are excited about Ontario beer, excited about, you know, we're all beer geeks, man. We're all just excited about cool stuff from doesn't matter where. It's, you know, and, and if there's something cool coming from Quebec, that's a brewery that like they maybe weren't familiar with and they're like, oh, wow, this is exceptional. You know, I, I think it's cool. So what you're doing is like the first, like, you know, you've already done it, obviously. Now you're just ramping it up a little more. So I know I'm excited to watch, man. We should, we should do this again in like a year and, um, oh, yes. see, see where things I are at. I love the invitation. That. Yeah, man. Nate and I love to, uh, to do these pods sort of, uh, once every 12 to 18 months, I think is a good time to, to chat again because a lot of things change quickly. In, the, in this beer world and um you know i feel like you've obviously been operating at this higher level at the very least what is it the 28th of september right now so for all of this year you've been operating at this level as you said 
Um, so by next year, another 12 months on top of that, I mean, that's, that's pretty cool. I'd be very curious to see, uh, what's, you know, come about with these barrel releases, with these more collabs. Hopefully there's some stuff coming out of the States that you collab with. Cause I feel like the Americans would love what you're doing. And, you I know, maybe so. there's, what's, if you go down to the States from Ramuski or from St. Flavy, what is it? Maine, the top of Maine, right? Yes. Uh, Maine is like two hours from Ramuski. Two hours. How far to Portland? Uh, eight hours. Oh fuck! That's the same as here. Yeah, but you can get to Bangor in like six hours. the 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 closest town is Fort Kent, so that's my friend there who just entered me some beer from the United States because it's coming always to Rimouski, so it's just bringing me some good beer. He's that's from Virginia, great. but living in uh, Fort Kent, so uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I I guess I guess I guess that brewery is the first mine brewery is the the closest from the United States. Okay. But I th- I think Portland is could be something possible. I don't know. I, I have to meet some people there to maybe one day make a collab with United States brewery that was my first love. So I have to say before just that uh, my first IPA, my first New England IPA that I love the most that was bringing me to the IPA style is uh, the Nordef from uh, Oval. That IPA was available all week long for a long time. So this IPA was the the one that made me love me the New England style. That's great. I can see that. Yeah, which is phenomenal. So, I mean, look, man, I feel like you've got a a very uh, promising and exciting... uh, future ahead of what's happening with the catch and uh i'm excited to follow the journey man it's been really cool this year to to sort of you know learn about you guys and learn what you're doing and now uh you know we got the story which is beautiful and then just to follow it and um keep in touch hopefully catch you next week but um yes yeah to see what's happening uh you know over over the next 12 months or so like it's uh it's very cool man you should be stoked so congrats on everything dude yeah and maybe um, nathan can you can bring you to rimuski in in his in-law family uh, next next summer so you can have a campfire together i would love yeah man i i would absolutely love that i mean i mean i'm there i like i'm there two or three times a year so i'll like i'll definitely hit you up the next time i'm in town Make a small place for Craig. Please. Can I get yeah. in the trunk? We'll do I was it. Get, I was getting a trunk. <laughs> yeah, we'll do it. We'll make it happen. I'll cuddle up with the cases of uh, of beer and we'll do it. Um, <laughs> let's take a, uh, a screenshot. Do you guys want to hold up the uh, some beers? And we'll um, yes. we'll get – I know we're doing some other just, just to grab one anyway. What we got here? Let's do some Duck 53. Well, let's do a Yankee. Let's fucking go. There we go. Oh, Yankee. Oh, shoot. <laughs> you face this around, right? There we go. All right, everybody ready? Yeah. Gorgeous. Um, Guillaume, stick around. I'm going to wrap this up and stick around afterwards, and we'll uh, we'll finish off the call. But, uh, dude, thank you so much for your time and for hanging out and for, for the beers, for the conversation. This was fantastic. Um, Nate and I truly are very, very big fans of everything you're doing and uh, genuinely excited to see where everything goes uh, in the future, man. So congrats. Appreciate you. 
Thanks for your kind Thanks, words. Man. Really appreciate you. This has been a blast. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're a champion. Where can everybody find uh, Le Catch online? What's the best place? Find Le Catch online in the store. Oh, like is it uh, oh, lecatch.com? Okay, oh, yeah, it's lecatch.com. You can yep. uh, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And I think it's microbrasserie lecatch. Yep, yes. yep, that's right. Le, L E, not L A. Um, once again, stick around afterwards. We'll, we'll finish off there. Um, guys, thank you so much for watching and listening. If you enjoyed the episode, smash the thumbs up, hit subscribe below, hit that notification bell, Nathaniel. Ding. So you know when the new drops, follow us everywhere at BOS Podcast. Follow Nathan at Nathan Does Beer. Nathan as well for all of his uh content on BOS, but obviously he's here with me on the pod every week. Um what's the next thing I say? Uh check out the long form audio, Spotify, Apple Music, Teaser, fucking uh Google Play, wherever you get your podcast, we're all there. Chuck us a five star rating, particularly you see Guillaume's face. He needs that five-star. Give him that five-star rating. And uh, if you're in Quebec, grab that Le Catch. Ask for it at your local specialty store. If you're not in Quebec and you have a friend in Quebec, make sure you beg them to get you some. You will not be disappointed. And uh, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Cheers, y'all. Cheers. Cheers.